Hello. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 172 of Clash. The sibling rivalry podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nighthood, and with me as always is... Shitboy Tiz, what's good, what's good? I almost didn't have to uh, synthesize the thunder side effect, side effect, the thunder sound effect today, uh, because <laughs> I uh, came in on the tail end of a thunderstorm uh, this afternoon. It's terrifying. The streetlights were out. I almost died. <laughs> um, everyone's melting. There's no air conditioning. It's crazy. Welcome to the show. We're still going through with it. How are you, Tiz? Are you alive? Yeah, I'm actually, so great news. I'm actually in a much better mood than I could have been today because I had a very, very crucial breakthrough with my code at work today. That's good. So I actually, I actually feel pretty good. I feel like I accomplished something in life. <laughs> oh, you mean your, your, what did you call it earlier? An endless puzzle cube? Uh, in, I think I said like a uh, never ending, never ending puzzle game. Yeah, that's what I said. And I, in in a topic that I'm gonna talk about soon in my week, uh, I hate puzzles. I'm not a fan. They irritate me. They frustrate me. But there's this thing in my brain where I can't stop until I solve it. And sometimes I'll cheat. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I'll look up the answer. But for my job, I can't really do that. So it's just frustration until I eventually beat my head through the brick wall and then figure out the answer, which is what happened earlier today. So. Yeah, I hope you. I hope you don't lose that bet I forgot about, so that you don't have to play that point and click puzzle game. I hope I don't either. Y'all are just gonna see me get frustrated on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, had a similar uh, breakthrough earlier this week, but mine was just um, like, oh no, 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 no! It doesn't deserve applause. Oh. It was literally just me being like, uh, don't let them notice that I didn't really do anything. <laughs> Okay, cool. All right, all right. <laughs> Nobody noticed. I'm in the clear. <laughs> Let's get our tasks to move forward. <laughs> I get that, though. Like, it'd be like that sometimes, to be honest. <laughs> but, yeah, really no, do. it's like, or or it's that sentiment of, like, is that little bit I did enough? Enough. Yeah. <laughs> to suffice. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so. Uh. But, yeah. Uh, hey, real quick, shout out, to, shout out to the programmers out there, by the way, because... It's hard, yo. Oh, Tiz had a really hard day today. I just gotta shout y'all out. Like, it's hard. Y'all need some love. Programmers everywhere need some love, because it's hard. I only say that because I know you hate work. Like, you hate work probably more. You might hate work more than I do. Yeah. So, for you to bring it up this much in our in our podcast is a lot. I know. <laughs> I know. So, I'm like, you... You had a you had a day. You had a day. <sighs> Tried two months. Oh no. <laughs> two but months. That's something that's something that we talked about before where it's like I've told I tell people all the time that like as much as I might gripe about the situations, the awkward situations that my unique job has, mm. I don't experience crunch. Mm. Like my job they like specifically try not to have situations of crunch they're like anti-crunch where you've told me that you do have crunch so 
yeah, I can understand where my job believes like, in nah. my job believes in taking on more work and letting go more people so that the smallest amount of people possible do the most amount of work. That's like their their <laughs> mission statement is how can we as a company get the most amount of work out of the smallest amount of people? That's like their they're mission honing statement. they're honing the next Shonen crew. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> they're trying to make that straw hat team. You know? I'm, I'm gonna freaking what's that uh thing Madara did where he pulled the the jutsu he did where he pulled the meteor out the sky? I'm gonna do that to my company. That's what I'm a shonen. That's the shonen they're gonna get out of me. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Chibaku Tensei, something like that. It's like I name. saw. What, why did I like recently just YouTube shorts like through uh time skip Serata in my face for no reason? <laughs> Yo, no, it's like. YouTube shorts Chill. is spoilery. You gotta be careful. Chill. I don't even look up Naruto. Like, why are you throwing this in my face? You gotta be real careful with YouTube shorts. They, Whew. if that, if the, if one or two spoilers get in your algorithm, they're gonna flood. Like, they're gonna. <laughs> I, don't, flood. I don't even know what I, I don't even think I was spoiling anything else. I don't know where that came from. But yeah. Sorry. But That's anyway, weird. y'all. Uh, if you guys uh got through some uh significant challenges recently um you could email us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com you could tweet at us at srclash.underscorepod i know i uh, we recent recently had some uh, significant email go out from sr clash i'm not gonna tell you guys what it was because that's none of your business but <laughs> we did just letting you know moves whatever. happening moves being it's made. cool it's cool you know, no, we're not no RDC world or whatever, but we're yeah. we're doing stuff. We still trying to do stuff. We got Clash work. Con coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just people fighting in the street. <laughs> no type of organization whatsoever. We couldn't get people to actually show up, so we just started inviting people to fight in the street, and we called it Clash Con. Look, look, we just went, we just went like downtown to at, like at night where a crowd already existed, and we just put up a booth with our sign on it, and then just filmed it and called and it a we, convention. And we we held out mics and we talked to people, <laughs> and we said, "What did you do this year, at Clash Con?" Most of them were confused, but it, it's okay, it's okay. Yo, we're gonna put, po- we're gonna send that video of all our interview footage to Adult Swim. They're gonna air that shit at three a.m. three forty-five a.m. as a as a as a bumper special between like a rerun of Rick and Morty. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna skyrocket. We're gonna go viral. I'm I think we you. actually would, to be honest. Like we're gonna be the next Too Many Cooks. I'm telling you. All right. Yo. That's hilarious. Guys, if you want us to do that for real, we'll do that. And you should email us at siblingrivalclash at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at srclash. I'm sorry. It's not a tweet. Why didn't I change that? It's an X. (laughs) I hate this rebrand so much. You can exit us at. (laughs) Doesn't even roll off the tongue anymore. Do you still have. Are there hashes there? Do you still. Yeah, yeah, they're still hashed. They're not. Thank God they didn't change those to X's. Yeah, that would be awkward. X tag, um, X tag, clash. That'd be disgusting. Um, but yeah, you can uh, X message us at. <laughs> I hate this. Just I don't get know how to just communicate get it. anymore. Just get through guys. it. I hate it. Okay, I hate it. You get, you can X tweet us at SR Clash Pod underscore Pod, and uh, we'll make that. We'll go out on the streets at Clash Con, which will just be raw street fights, and we'll get that to. <laughs> we'll get that to Adult Swim. World Star Two Point Oh.
Oh. <laughs> I wish, I wish ClashCon was just World Star 2.0. Oh my oh god. Oh boy. That's nuts. Alright, so I have something to share here at the top. Because yeah, yeah. we were gone for a little while again. I I did some stuff while I was gone. So Let me know. I went to I went to an international food market um because I like to taste exotic things. <laughs> so I'm gonna share some exotic things Ooh, first. It's like show and tell. Yeah. So first I have some delicious katsugi gummies. I think they are called katsugi grape gummies. Interesting. And they each katsugi grape gummy is deliciously individually wrapped for your <laughs> consumption so you would un i've already unwrapped one but i'm not going to do it right now so each gummy tis i don't know if you regularly eat gummies at my house but you have yeah. never seen each gummy is individually no i haven't wrapped. i definitely haven't what's the so what's it taste like what's the flavor like what's the it literally the tastes review? like grape kool-aid it's crazy that's fair so I, I had somebody recommend these to me Oh, I'm sorry, it's not Katsugi, it's Kasugai. Mm. Um, I had somebody recommend these to me actually at home in Delaware. Oh, but wow. they said they found them at a store, I think, in Wilmington. And we don't have an H Mart, right? In no, Delaware. Oh okay. god. We do not. Um so yeah, but they, they tasted like grape Kool-Aid. Um very strong uh purple grape flavor. I don't know why, but I have this weird thing in my head that uh Asian snacks, not snacks, but like candy specifically aren't ever gonna be as like sweet or have the same texture as our stuff don't ask me why i feel like no, that. They i have no are, idea i they are on average less sweet mm. than american candy okay yes you are okay. not wrong so i didn't just that. pull that out of but nowhere. that has like you know how like gu fruit gummies are generally like fruit sweet so it's yeah. like that's relatively comparable to an american fruit snack gotcha gotcha i love fruit snacks too by the way like uh <laughs> well i thought luscious. of you when i got those so i was like yeah 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 that's what i would compare that to but that is like yeah that purely tastes more like kool-aid and kool-aid <laughs> don't taste like fruit no no kool-aid tastes like sugar yeah. artificial <laughs> yes so, <laughs> these are the ones that i find most intriguing i'm not open these yet so you have to look on the back because there's no english on the my brand favorite chip brand first of all <laughs> I <laughs> These love are Lay's. Lay's potato chips roasted chicken wings flavor. That actually I've not sounds opened these yet. banging. But I'm not gonna lie. Look at that! Look at that deep wave. That, that wave is deep, super that's deep. deep. That's gonna be a deep crunch when I get. Into I could it. surf on that, Joel. <laughs> like, you get lost in that wave. Literally. Right. So I'm gonna try that. Those look good. This, I'm not gonna lie. This is another one that I've ha I've had this one. So, okay, this one is a unique one. Okay. okay. We've all been. We're from Delaware, so we've had a crab. Chip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, Everybody from Delaware and Maryland's had a crab. Chip. I miss them actually. But this is called fried crab flavor. The difference between this and a red. So this has no Old Bay flavor. This uh. tastes like crab meat. It is the most interesting crab chip. I've saved some. Tis will. Yeah. I want Tis to try. It. I'm gonna try it soon. For sure. But they they taste like the crab meat. Yeah. They don't taste like Old Bay. Like every crab chip in Delaware tastes like. Literally it's like Old smattered, Bay. Smattered in Old Bay. It's just Old but Bay yeah, chips. That's really what normal. This is like a are. crab meat with like a hint of a, of a, like a spicy, like maybe like a sriracha, like a very light pepper 
flavor at the end of it. Hmm. Like a like a like a seafood salad flavor. Yeah. And then last but not least, now everybody loves a sun chip, right? Classic. Do you love Do you love a garlic baguette sun chip? Cuz I love Oof, garlic bread. I love garlic, period. I love a garlic bread. Oh my right? god, yeah. <laughs> but do you love a sun chip garlic bread? So, I'm down. I would try it. Me and my friend, we had these for two weeks, and we finally tried these two days ago. Why the long wait? <laughs> do you, because every time we were about to eat these, we ended up eating real food <laughs> instead, and then we were like, that's not going to taste right after you eat real food. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this tastes like buttered popcorn with garlic on it. <laughs> so You messed me up there a little it, bit. When you open it and smell it, you get the immediate hint of garlic. That's like it's, what I it's, love. But it's like it's like a overwhelmingly like artificial butter smell. So it's mm -hmm. you it's almost like you're about to eat like like theater popcorn. Yeah. But then you eat it and you immediately get overwhelmed by sun chip. Oh, so it still has the sun chip flavor. Yes, yeah, so you Interesting. there's no garlic bread. It's all garlic butter and sun chip. <laughs> I guess the sun chip's supposed to be the bread. Supposed yeah, to fill so in for the bread. It's like you're like chewing and you're like, oh, it's all artificial butter. But then you get the sun chip and then you're like, mm, sun chip. So then you're like, I think I like this by yeah. the time you get to the end of it. And so like I kind of had one and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And then my friend was like, had eaten like five and they were like, addiction. <laughs> I don't know if I like this. Still eating. And I was like, you're eating a lot of those. Yeah. I'm not liking them. But I was like, I might would finish these, like, mm -hmm. if I'm just snacking on them by themselves. But yeah. it, I think they tried. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah. definitely has a gar like. It does taste like garlic bread. It's not a cheesy garlic bread. It's regular garlic bread. So. Yeah. But yeah, like, and that's like me getting rushed through the aisles because it was a very crowded Saturday when yeah. I went. So I'm definitely gonna go back. Take your time on another day, probably with Tiz's Tiz's girlfriend and uh, look around, <laughs> look shop around. I'm de like I literally go like my friend. We're standing there, and I go now. Let's find some shrimp chips. Like joking, and then yeah. like not even joking. Turn the corner. Ten bags shrimp of chips. shrimp chips, and I was like, okay, that wasn't fun because they were right there. It was too like, easy. Too easy. It was too easy. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> so, of some. Yeah, I think of something weirder. No, they had chocolate and vanilla chips. I don't know how I feel Separate, about that. Separately. Yeah. So don't think I'm trying those. I'm, I'm not interested in sweet chips. Yeah, that seems kind of weird. Maybe sweet, maybe sweet corn. I will try a sweet corn chip. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think I'm going I'm to go scour those aisles slowly and see well, what I can. When I think about it, so a chip that's flavored like vanilla is one thing. But when I think of like a chip that's like either dipped in vanilla or like dipped in white chocolate, I would never, I don't like regular chocolate. So that's why I'm only saying white chocolate. But yeah. um, reminds me or makes me think a lot about of like those pretzels that are coated. Mm -hmm. And I'm like wondering if it would be a similar dynamic there. I'm thinking from the picture, I, I think it was dipped. Okay. So but it I'm actually also, was dipped. I'm also thinking there's a coating aspect i'm thinking okay. there's a dusting okay aspect to probably this. but yeah. i'm i'm hardcore thinking there's a potato what you mean involved like it's a potato chip oh like it's, it's a not real a potato chip it's, it's not, not a, a cracker chip. Okay. it's not a 
Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. seems solid. So, yeah, just That's thought dope. I'd share that. That's dope. I didn't think I would get access to the exotic snakes. Yeah. And then, yeah, they had the, every other flavor of Kit Kat in. But of course, I'm not yeah. that into Kit Kats. All the, they probably <laughs> had the Reese's of all the crazy flavors. They probably had, what, like the drinks, like the weird Mountain Dews and all that stuff. Um, the weird sodas have, and all that. I didn't even get to beverages. They had a whole aisle of sake and beer oh, wow. that I was afraid to walk down. Um, yeah. And then the the endless aisle of instant noodles that yeah. I wanted to stand in forever. Yeah. And, um, That's probably a good one. But yeah, I didn't... the. The drinks was I need to stare at that more. So yeah, we'll we'll do a study. Dope, dope. I'll take some pictures for you to put <laughs> on the podcast. Thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Shoot, you can take some pictures. Well, if you want it to be for the next one, I was gonna say you can take some pictures of those and I can make it the the banner or whatever. Oh yeah, no, that. we'll do a, we'll do a, we'll do a better rundown. Cool, cool. Because uh, I like the Ram- the Ramoon Ram- Ramoon soda, mm-hmm. the Ramoon soda. Uh, is that the ball soda yeah yeah the night the way they had the like rainbow yeah uh all the flavors and stand yeah it looked yeah nice. that'd be cool Presentation's important i think yeah no you should have seen the tower of rice cookers as you were leaving were they themed like the pokemon one no i oh, wish they were just regular they yeah. did have hello kitty ones and they had hello kitty toilet paper and, and paper towels oh my god katie's gonna go nuts she's wipe actually your... gonna buy it she's gonna have to buy that wipe your hello kitty butt <laughs> <laughs> sparkles she'd be like no hello kitty is only for blowing your nose <laughs> <laughs> hello kitty tissues they probably had that too yeah man no, all right what nice. did you what did you do in your absence um, so I did a couple things, a couple things I'm gonna kind of brush over quick, but a couple of things I want to spend a little bit of time on. So, uh, firstly I beat final fantasy 16. I don't remember if I said that yet or not on here, but, um, great game. I loved it. Uh, one thing that I wanted to point out, uh, is that, so I'd spent a couple episodes talking about how it's exactly like game of Thrones, but there is a point in towards the end where it completely shifts from game of Thrones to straight up galaxy wide existential crisis, final fantasy level nonsense which i really love and appreciate um so i I ended up being really happy on that there were some slow parts in the middle of the game that you kind of got to push through a little bit but i think the payoff at the end was worth it and there was kind of like a twist the the big story twist was one that i wasn't really expecting and i don't think i've seen it in a final i've seen a similar thing in final fantasy story before but not this exact thing so um I'll just leave it on that, saying that it it was a great game. I don't think after. Did, oh, sorry. Did he did he get stabbed by all his brothers of the nice Night's Watch and then brought back to life? No, no, they, the, they 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 was they was that the twist. They left Game of Thrones before they got to that point. Okay, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully. Wait, wait, um, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Was uh was was he getting married to one of the other families in the north, and then everybody got stabbed and then his sister just happened to also be there and she ran out of the wedding no but fun fact he did get the girl his love interest in the game is a white haired girl just like (laughs) Danny and John but thankfully she's not his aunt or his niece or whichever way it was they weren't related so we're we're good on that part (laughs) Um, but after playing this game going into it I thought it might have had a really good shot for game of the year but after playing it, I don't really think it does enough different to do that it's really just a 
super straightforward, super linear, long cutscene story game. Nothing innovative, nothing new, which I think is kind of a requirement for a game of the year candidate, but I do still think great game nonetheless. Um, and then moving on from that, so I actually tried the game Divinity Original Sin 2. Um, you probably heard of it before, but mm-hmm. uh, because of all the Baldur's Gate 3 hype, uh, side note, I actually do think Baldur's Gate 3 will probably win game of the year, um, but we can get into that cl- closer to when that stuff is all going on and whatnot, but just just take a note. I'm calling it right now. That's that's Tiz saying it right now. I'm calling that um, before any everybody else starts saying it. Um, but I tried Divinity 2, and I I want to say I, I understand. And for those that don't know, Divinity 2 is like a classic. Uh, God, there's a term for it. It's an RPG, but it's not a JRPG, and it's not a Western RPG. It's like a Dungeons & Dragons classic old-school type RPG. Um, but for modern consoles, uh, for the modern era, and it's 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 like, it, a, it's like a Skyrim. Do you remember that game, Dragon Age? Yes. It's like that. Okay. Or uh, the Star Wars game, Knights of the Old Republic, or okay. Not really, not really Mass Effect. I wouldn't say Mass Effect, but definitely Dragon Age is a, a derivative of this style of game, but. Uh, it's top down. It's isometric. You control a party. It's very, very, very deep mechanically and systems wise. Like it's a tactical combat system, kind of like, not quite like Fire Emblem. Like think of Fire Emblem, but you're not on a grid. It's just free form. Right. You can go wherever, okay. do whatever. Um, so that's the combat, and um, it's very, very story and dialogue option heavy. It's very like skill check. Like my persuasion, yeah. my persuasion skill is this, so I can persuade people easier and stuff like that. Um, it's got so many different endings and and uh, pathways you can take through the game, and characters you can miss, and items you can miss, and all that type of stuff. Um, so, I I get why people love it, um, but I think for me, it's mainly the combat that kind of holds me back from like really being able to just sit down and play through this type of game. I'm still gonna try Baldur's Gate three just because I feel like I have to, but I do think. <laughs> the combat's probably going to be a hang-up still in that game because it's essentially the same style of combat. And I'm just not really, aside from Fire Emblem, I'm not really a tactical combat type of person. Um, but uh, I say that to say, like, I do think it's, it's I do understand why so many people love it. Um, and I actually, instead of playing through it, I immediately pretty much, after spending a couple hours with it, I looked up a story, re- like an in-depth story recap on YouTube so now I'm just watching like someone do a succinct version of a playthrough while they explain the story to me because the story and stuff and the plot and all that it was super, super interesting. And like, I um, still kind of wanted of divinity. Okay. okay um, <laughs> no, you're fine. And I still kind of want to experience like what the game has to offer. I just don't want to play it. Like, I don't know if you've ever had a game like that where hundred always. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. I want to experience this game, but I just can't push myself through to play. Like, I just don't it's like, have you games. ever heard of, I have no mouth, but I must scream. Nah. Yeah. Is that a game? That's a, that's a hundred percent. One of those games. Okay. It's, yeah. It's a really old game. So it's probably based got like, on a book. It's got like archaic mechanics that are hard to like. It's a point and click game. It's oh, not okay. even like, but it's it's got a like 
crazy you gotta understand the story yeah. to progress through the point and click mechanics <laughs> and it's probably unforgiving it's like super unforgiving yes. yeah yeah and that's kind of how this game is too like it won't stop you from making mistakes like you can your characters can just die and be gone for yeah. the rest of the entire game like your characters can turn on you and fight you based on certain decisions you can all types of different so you can miss key items super easy and just get stuck so it's it's got all that stuff that i'm I don't know. I, there's so many games I want to play. I don't really have time to just deal with that for hours and hours and hours. But I get it. I definitely get it. And same with Baldur's Gate 3. Like, I get why it's so hype right now. Um, so that's uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. And then um, the thing I really want to talk about. So you talked to me a while ago about Remnant 2. Um, and I want to say I was wrong, first of all. For some reason, I thought Remnant 1 was a completely different game than what it was. Because I don't know if you remember, we had that conversation. And I was like, oh, it's just, it's like Gears of War and Dark Souls, but I would rather just play either of those games. But, like, I don't know why I was thinking Remnant was a cover shooter. It's literally not a cover shooter. Like, there's no. Well, like, co- we played it together. You I didn't know, but. Played I... it, but you had just already, when we played it, you were just like, I've already played it with my friends. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just wrong place, wrong time type of thing, but. And I also don't like cover shooters. So when you were when we doubled back and you t- were talking to me about Remnant Two, I had a cover shooter in my mind. Mm-hmm. And Remnant doesn't have a cover mechanic. It's not a cover shooter. It's literally Dark Souls with guns. Yeah, um, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's so I, I was like, I didn't understand why you were so aggro. I know we're we're disconnecting. I was like, this is I was like, this is not my type of game. But I was I was, like, I was wrong. I was on so that. sad that day. Like I walked I walked away with my head down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's my bad. <laughs> I was definitely wrong. I should have more faith in you. Um, but because I was like, oh, if I have to play this by myself, I was like, this game was hard. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just play by yourself. No, for real. And um, I started watching a bunch of videos, which started getting me hype about Remnant Two and how they expanded it from Remnant One. And so I had Remnant One from when it was free on PlayStation or whatever. And so I was like, I heard this. I'm, I heard this was a super short game or a pretty short game. So let me go back and see how far I can get up until the launch of Remnant Two. And I ended up beating Remnant One before Remnant really? Two came. Yeah, yeah. So it, wow. it only takes like twenty hours. It's it's, oh, okay. it's not super long. What what yeah. makes it long is the roguelikeness of it. So if you want to yeah. engage with it's, the new game plus and all that, yeah. Mean. Um, one thing I love about Remnant though, even compared to Dark Souls, like I would actually maybe make this change in Dark Souls, and people might kill me for this, but <laughs> when you die in Remnant, you don't gotta run back to find your body or nothing like that. You just right go back to your bonfire your checkpoint and you just try again like Mm -hmm. i never realized how annoying the mechanic is and how off-putting it is that when you die you lose like half of your progress like you lose all your progress unless you can make it back and go get it and that even like playing dark souls and Sekiro and some of the harder souls games that's literally made me put the game down for like weeks Mm -hmm. before and i'm like all right i i'm frustrated but with remnant it's so easy it's like if i die it matters because you're losing time so i feel like i still feel the incentive to not die but i feel more free i don't feel like i have to inch around every corner Um, get back to the salt mine son yeah so it's like i really appreciate that uh, playing through remnant one um but now playing one and two i definitely see they made a lot of improvements with two like one was kind of a there was no class system it was kind of just it was very it had very very roguelike dna to it like it was just like here's your character 
mm-hmm. you kind of what was it it was like there was like was it like short mid and long range wasn't it kind of you know yeah basically but not they weren't even classes like whichever one you picked you could pretty much in you like a couple of hours you could get the items switch. from the other classes yeah. like um and so which i do i like that i actually do like that um because it doesn't it doesn't feel like pressure that you're making a wrong decision when you start the game which i often feel in like class-based games um but you can tell how it was kind of bare bones because it was just like go into a level it's very linear kill the mobs reach the next checkpoint eventually you get to the boss kill the boss go back to the world go to the next world the story was not super interesting but you mm-hmm. can see where it had potential and there was only like three worlds i think in the in the base game of remnant there was some dlc too that came out later mm-hmm. but um in the base game i think it was like three worlds so a super short game super like proof of concept feeling mm-hmm. but very solid like the shooting was very smooth the the dodging and movement and stuff was was all very smooth um but going on to remnant 2 they expanded a lot there's a bunch of classes now um there's puzzles now which is one thing i don't like about remnant 2 there's hard puzzles like zelda level like not zelda but i'll compare them to like Unch- <laughs> like uncharted puzzles or like oh, tomb raider okay, puzzles okay. So they're not like you gotta look around, you gotta read books and like environment. <laughs> yeah, get clues from notes and and piece stuff oh, together. Mean, oh, you mean Resident Evil puzzles? Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm you like said uncharted that. puzzles are like shoot a shoot a totem, look at a ledge, <laughs> jump off. This harder thing. than that. Okay, harder. than I'm like that, Resident yeah. Evil puzzles are like okay. You you remember that that picture you looked at in that yep. other room? <laughs> That's what it is. That's exactly. And they're there's a lot of them too like i was like i didn't oh, wow, expect okay. this game to have this many puzzles like so right. and i'm looking them up though i'm not i'm not this is where i excel no I'm Googling. you need me yeah. no you need me now <laughs> yeah this is exactly. where i'm good at yeah. i'm putting you on the puzzle work because i'd be tapped out i don't be trying to think that hard um so yeah that's one they have puzzles now the worlds are op- more open they're still kind of linear but there's more room for exploration in each map um, and it still has that randomly generated roguelite each run type of thing where you can re-roll the campaign, get new tile sets, have a slightly different campaign from other people, um, which I like that stuff. Um, way more weapons in this game. Um, one other thing that I really like about this game and that I almost feel like didn't exist anymore is that you kill a boss in this game, you just get their weapon. You just get their oh, item. Nice. There's no RNG. There's no kill the boss 500 times and hope for a drop. You kill a boss, you get that boss's item, you make the weapon. It's that it's, it's that simple. I love that. Um, I want more games to do that. Please start respecting my time more. Um, because I'm the type I will grind if if I must for RNG. Um, so yeah, that's another good thing. And then the one big, big, big negative that I have with this game, though, and it was really making me mad the other night. So they have starter classes. And they have hidden classes. Mm-hmm. I won't spoil what the hidden classes are, but just one of them that it's it's a summoner class. And they, in Remnant One, there was no classes, but they had skills. And they still have skills in this game in addition to the classes. But they had skills in Remnant One where you could summon things, and that's what I used through my whole Remnant One playthrough. And that's what I do in a lot of games. I really like companion classes. I like having a little pet fight beside me. Um, <laughs> and so going into Remnant Two. I really want to play this summoner, but it's one of the hidden classes and the hidden classes are locked behind various conditions. But 
I don't know how many of the classes are like this, but I know this one is like this. This class, and I hate when games do this, is locked behind the absolute worst RNG I've ever seen in my life. Like I'm talking like Oh no. It feels like it's one in, it feels like one in twenty thousand chance to get the conditions to line up right to then mm -hmm. farm the RNG material to then get this class item to then unlock this class. And I really hate when games lock core mechanics like classes, like a class that might make somebody's playthrough more or less fun behind just pure busted RNG that doesn't make sense. So, you know I quit Genshin because I never got Razor, right? Literally. Yeah, literally. He's C tier. And and you know what makes it worse with this? So I was going to say $70 game, but it's not, thankfully. It's a $50 game. So shout out to them for a $50 game. But it's a $50 <laughs> game. Don't make me play the literally have to win the lottery to play one of the basic classes in the game. Like, it feels so dumb. Yeah, that's tough. So, yeah, I was grinding that for, like, hours last night. And I eventually... Uh, I got it, but it was it, it. I put the controller down immediately after. I was like, I'm done with this. Um, but I'm gonna play more later still. But that's that's really the one negative thing I would say. But otherwise, I would say it's pretty much all all improvements over the the first game. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's kind of remnant one and two. Nice. I'm glad uh, to hear. It's good. Yeah, I think I think you'll you'll like it when you when you uh when you play it. Um. But yeah, I think that's pretty much that's pretty much it for for me for the time we've been gone. How often are you playing it? Have you fully switched on to it or were you just testing it out? No, no, I've been playing it pretty much every night. Um not for super super long. Like I played it mostly over the weekend, like for the longest amount of time nonstop, but during the weeknights I'll probably play it for like maybe an hour, maybe two. Uh it's got it's got it's really good at that too like jump in jump out because you can jump in play through one checkpoint to the next checkpoint jump out come back you'll be right back at that next checkpoint so it's got a really good like jump in jump out type of vibe to it which i appreciate too um it's very hard to like forget what you were doing with this type of game which which is good um but yeah mostly good things to say about that I uh I didn't do very much at all. Uh, I've still been grinding through the same games. I'm still <laughs> I'm sitting I'm doing that thing. I'm about to text you and be like I'm doing that thing again where I like ninety five percent a game and then don't want to finish it because then it means it's over. God, you so I'm Katie, sitting man. in I'm sitting in the bo final boss fight of Shadow Hearts and I'm like I want to finish it because I there's wanna two get... other games. I know. Just finish the first one. <laughs> I will. I promise. And then, so, I, of course, I'm sitting in that boss fight, and I'm like, I guess, I think the problem with that is that the last fight took me so freaking long that I'm afraid really? that I'm, like, gonna get, I'm gonna, like, get three quarters of the way through this dude's health and then die. die and or, then be frustrated. Or, or, or get stuck in, like, a berserker chain where all of my, my characters are going into berserker mode and I can't, yeah. I keep dying. Like, I'm afraid that's gonna happen. Yeah. I should, I think I'm prepared enough this time, though. I might be okay. Yeah. But... I'm also, like, still in dicey dungeons where, mm. like, I was able, I'm I'm trying to beat um, all of the dungeons for each of the characters because mm. they opened up two more DLCs oh, nice. for that game. So I was trying to beat the original game so I get, get to the get DLCs. Yeah. Um, but uh, I cleared one more dungeon for the witch. 
but there were like two more dungeons after that and it's a roguelike so you gotta just beat it all at once yeah. or you don't beat it yeah so um and then i also started playing into the breach again which is oh. also a roguelike yep. which is also like if you don't beat it all at once gotta you start don't over <laughs> that one's harder um, too right i heard into the breach was hard so hard yeah. i was playing like i of course i restarted right because it's like one of the for me it's like if i gotta get into the zone and it's like i can't have all this progress leave it for two years come yeah. back to all that progress and just get good again. hop like, back it, in it, it yeah never, no it never works so like it's hard. i had to clear my progress and then i'm like trying to get back to where i was and i was like I was like, how was I doing? Like, I was like, why do I suck? I didn't suck this much before. Like, I cannot clear a map. Yeah. Why? Why can I not clear an island? I was like, I used to get to the third island. Easy. You was locked why can in. I not clear the first island? You was locked in <laughs> like, back then. So bad. So um, that was like hurting my pride. This <laughs> was like just getting destroyed by bugs yeah. over and over and over. Oh, um, my God. So, uh, yeah, I didn't even, like, get outside of that. So, out <laughs> games-wise, uh, oh, and I, I am slowly, like, I keep slowly progressing <laughs> through Alan Wake, like, a chapter at a, a checkpoint at a time. I'll, like, mm -hmm. I stop. If anyone's familiar with Alan Wake, the checkpoints are, like, under spotlights. Mm. <laughs> so, like, I'll progress a spotlight at a time because yeah. it's really easy. Thank you, PS Remote Play. It's really easy to just boot that john Hop up in. run from one spotlight shoot a couple dudes yeah. run to the next spotlight checkpoint and how is that how is that game out? with like the shooting and aiming over remote play like does the latency it, bother you yeah it there's sometimes where it's super laggy and it's almost unplayable but the same was happening for resident evil mm -hmm. um but then there's other times where it's super snappy and it's yeah. fine um but yeah it, even when it's laggy once you i can get used to the lag in yeah. some instances but alan wake is forgiving in that the flashlight is your reticle it's like the whole flashlight beam it seems to be your reticle mm. so um it's a little forgiving in that way plus you're shooting most of the time you're shooting with a revolver so it's like how accurate are you anyway you're yeah. like you're a shaky author with a revolver and a flashlight <laughs> like you're not doing that great to begin with yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you're doing one of... <laughs> <laughs> um so feel that. that's like all i've been pretty much doing for gaming i did i do want to get my hands on remnant i still like and then i'll like wake up in the middle of the night and be like god of war ha like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> i haven't touched it yet like Yo. i have like nightmare like fever dreams of oh like the games that i haven't like actively thought about in, in a while <laughs> that are like caught like kratos is like girl <laughs> touch my game <laughs> that's so random too that's funny because i just it's i want to play it and it's just it's so awesome. far from like my yeah zeitgeist of like but it things. is i think god of war is one of those where you gotta lock in like you gotta this is the game i'm playing because if yeah. you stop that one you're gonna forget all the story that happened you can't just hop back into it after you yeah like stop midway through so you gotta like so lock in. needless to say i'll be saving up another two weeks vacation um to Knock <laughs> disappear out. into the cave of games yeah 
Um, but yeah, uh, the uh, the only other thing I really did is like I tried to catch up on some TV. Um, I did catch up on anime, but we'll talk about that later as always. And um, I did watch a couple of movies um, outside of catching. I usually spend a lot of time catching other people up on movies, mm. but I did catch up on this new horror movie called Cobweb that I watched last night and legitimately scared the crap out of myself. I oh had my to. God. I had to do that. So I have this <coughs> magic trick. For anybody that wants to appear brave while watching a horror movie <laughs> and, um, like, doesn't want to, like, leave the room or, you know, doesn't want to say, no, I don't want to watch that because I'm, I'm actually a coward. So one of the things that I do, it's the <laughs> secret of the trade. One of the things that I do when so, – so when you know – because you know, if you watch enough horror movies, you know when something scary is about to happen, right? Yeah. They signal it to you. Yeah. And a lot of people will, like, cover their face or yeah. something like that. So the, a thing that I do to appear brave. I do this. It's like, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, do you really? Does that work? No, no, no. I was like, one of the things that you can do is like, so I look at a point on the screen that's not where the horror is happening. I look at a very, like, let's say, let's say, because a lot of things they like to do, they put a doorway, right? Let's say you're in an attic and they like to put a dark doorway, dead center. And mm-hmm. you know something's going to appear in that dark hole. So why don't you just stare right here mm. and just let your eyes glaze over, you mm. know, just unfocus. I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, so I just stare at a point and I just let it, my eyes unfocus. Just and then you don't really see, you don't really see that thing, yeah. <laughs> right? But there were a few moments in the movie last night where I had to keep telling myself, they didn't hire a monster. They can't hire a monster. A That's monster. a human. <laughs> That's a human. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, Tiff, that's a human. CG, they get can't that hire good? a monster. I might have well, to watch this. It was a. Pu- it had to be a person in makeup, right? Oh, okay. But yeah, there was like a person, like a, a kid, looked into like this wall hole, and then something was on the other side. And I was like, that's not real, Tiff. That's not real. It's but not yeah, real. it was like I had to keep. Re- I had to actively remind myself that this is a fictional tale that was. Oh my god. Made in a studio. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and I don't have I don't have moments like that that often. Where See, I'm that's like, me with games, but it doesn't work because the thing that's at the thing that I'm afraid of, I have to shoot it usually or fight it, and so so I can't just like. Well, that's a little different. <laughs> I guess with games, it's like even with Alien, I'm like, oh, they're on a hell, they're on a spaceship, two thousand years in the future. I ain't gonna be there. I ain't worried about that. <laughs> this was like a little kid in a bedroom. That's. Yeah. I've been there too many times. That's real. That's too. That many. was half my life. <laughs> like, I, I was a third I'm in of my, my life. bedroom right now, with a wall right next to me. No, yeah. it's too real. Um, but it, yeah, I was like, and my door's cracked. Yeah. Is, like I'm looking at the situation. Maybe this I should go shut that right door. <laughs> yeah, like, and I was like, Mm-mm, Mm-mm. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so I watched this movie last night called Cobweb, and surprise surprising enough uh it had a mother and father the mother i recognized from some other horror stuff but the father tis might recognize as homelander <laughs> from the boys <laughs> it's always weird to see him not being homelander like not being he, a jerk not being weird well he was definitely being weird and he okay. was definitely being a jerk okay so um, he's still homelander <laughs> yeah so he was still kind of being homelander but in normal Ooh. clothes um Cause it's so like that, when I see those those interviews of him when he's just being normal, like his act, like not being the actor but just being himself. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. 
Like, he just I, has, I don't like has, you even though you're being nice right now. Still. Yeah, he has plastic face. Yeah. He has, like, doll, creepy doll plastic face. Yeah, you just kind of want to hate him when you see him a little bit. But this movie had uh, Lizzie Kaplan and I... His, what's his name? Something Star. I forget his name, the guy who plays Homelander. Oh, yeah, I don't know his real name. I honestly don't. I forgot. Um, But, yeah, he they were the parents in this movie. They're the parents of this young boy that hears this these sounds in his bedroom. And this is honestly one of these horror movies that goes places that you don't expect it to go. And I, I honestly enjoyed it. I didn't watch a trailer for it. I had mm. no idea what I was watching going into it. Um, And it was really spooky. I like movies where you're not sure if you should be afraid of the kid's parents or not. Mm. <laughs> and there, when I said that it was actually, like, creeping me out, there's this one scene where the parents are... The kid is like you're not sure if he's dreaming or not like because he's he's hearing the noises in his wall but then he's also kind of like kind of relying on his parents mm -hmm. to like be the force of good and like you know they're gonna run in if the sound gets out of control yeah. and it's like so he hears the sound but then it's like his door like closes and his dad's standing behind the door but then his dad's making that unnatural like like clicking his like dad is yeah, it's like, car, 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 car. like, like that. that clicking sound that doesn't sound like it's coming from your mouth. It sounds like it's coming from your throat. Yeah. And then as soon as that happens, it's like then his mom is standing in the hallway, but she's standing with her hands stuck out like this. And then nah. her eyes are like black, but they're, like they that. have this white glow. Yeah. And she she moves towards him, but she doesn't walk. She just like floats. Yeah. Just, whew, and the door like just that. like slams. It, it, it's so freaky, and I was just like, that mm -mm, is weird. Mm -mm, yeah. "Not in the dark, that not is in the weird, dark." Yeah. So, yeah, it, they they had some uh, they had some uh, specific scenes that, and then it's like you had a very um, mo you had a very unmodern house in a very modern setting mm -hmm. that made everything even that much creepier. So, I think I think I think they made a nice little horror movie unexpected horror movie uh which i think is hard to do these days yeah honestly. absolutely because there's so many tropes that have been just reused into the dirt like it's like how do you even come up with something new nowadays anymore? and i all you know considering i just watched <clears throat> the what six new insidious insidious i knew movie? you were about to say insidious <laughs> and uh, uh michael never dies uh you know that's franchise is never gonna die i can't die. believe Texas we're chainsaw six, masters yeah. never gonna die they're not i don't think they're gonna make another insidious i thought they if were gonna they be do, done after two <laughs> i'm gonna be out like way back i well, thought it'd be done the trilogy made sense the yeah, trilogy yeah, yeah. i get but after that it was like they're probably on like the cow they're probably on like different characters and stuff now i'm guessing well it was i was making the joke while i was watching it because the the when when the fifth key came out i was like Okay, now you're like <laughs> James Wan is like I'm just making money as a producer because he was like the original director and stuff. And he was like mm. he was like I'm gonna make a new horror movie and mm -hmm. it's like he made the trilogy and everybody was like Oh James Wan, you're yeah. you're a genius, you're horror, it's great. Mm -hmm. And then it was like okay, the then the two extra movies came out and it was like Annabelle and all that shit and it was like all right, this is extra. And yeah. then the fifth key came out and it was like all right, this is the let's get the coins out and yeah. then. Then the red door came out because the fifth key was supposed to be the last movie. Then the red door came out, and that was like, 
that was Patrick Wilson and Rose Byrne being like, no, this is our movie series. We're going to make the last movie because Patrick Wilson directed The Red Door and James Wan produced it. So the, I was like, that's them saying like, no, we're going to close this series out because that that is two. This is two original kids, the original parents. They got the 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 original grandmom, except she's passed away. Mm. They got uh, Lynn Shay, but mm. I think she died. Them during kids the gotta be of old now. Well, yeah, Ty Simpkins is an adult. Oh, I was about to say them kids gotta be old. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, but they got the original kids. Yeah. They're they've grown up in the course of the timeline. Yeah, He's yeah, in yeah. college, all that stuff. So I was like, they're just closing out the story of this family, which makes sense. Like that's that makes sense. This was the story of that family. So the next movie is about to be the reboot, then. No, that's all. That's that, what I'm like. That's it all is that done. tells me. Like this has to be the end. Things don't <laughs> end anymore. Like, yes, they name do. the last thing you know of that ended like movie franchise uh, annabelle <laughs> no franchise annabelle. That, that's a part of the insidious is it verse no I don't no know. that was a part annabelle was part of the conjuring Anna yes yes annabelle that's, was what, part it was. Of conjuring that's what it was yeah 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 i but think yeah, the conjuring's, conjuring's never over. that's coming yes it that's is good. it's gonna get rebooted no, next they year they hated probably. the last one they hated the last one that just that's why you reboot patrick <laughs> wilson's gonna die soon. <laughs> Yo, things don't end anymore. It's crazy. <laughs> Nothing ends. Uh, but yeah, so uh I fell asleep on Insidious, so that's why I'm not going to talk about it. It was it was I don't even know what to say about it. Tyson begins the school, I guess. I'm gonna watch it at some point. It's on my list. The new one? Yeah. Did cause... you watch any did you watch the last one? What was named the last one? That was the, the last five key the one. fifth key? Yeah. I did not or watch. The last I watched key? the fourth I one, I think. It was the last was one I watched. I don't, see, I'm, I'm having trouble even remembering. I don't remember the, the names. I, I know I watched the trilogy, and then I watched one after the trilogy, and that was yeah, it. So I'm like, what was that one even about? I cannot the remember. Red, the red, the, I don't remember. This is the red <laughs> door, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm thinking of the red mask, but that was like, I think the red mask was the third one, the demon with the red mask. I think that was the third one. Well, I'm going to have to do I don't remember. I, I really don't remember. Shout out to Mama, yo. That's one of my favorites. It slept on everybody. Yeah, Mama it. is a good, but see, George, George, uh, or I'm sorry, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, that was him. I had no idea. I really my had no a, idea. My man's a genius. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that that monster design and them kids when yeah. they're like, so, okay. So around. again, I was literally going before the podcast. I was going to recommend Cobweb to you because okay. I was like, I think you would like this movie. It I'll actually. Check it out has a good story mm-hmm. um i like the story i thought it was pretty interesting let me write it um, down somewhere i was gonna send it to you but okay, yeah it's that. it's a decent movie um, i'll definitely I check think, it out i think you'd actually like the monster yeah because that's <laughs> um, kind of what i watch for now i'm like because i get scared i get scared by horror games not really horror movies so i watch horror movies more for like Give me the coolest looking scary monster design mm-hmm. and like the coolest looking or the coolest like ambient ambience. Is that the right word? And like the ambience. The, yeah. yeah. And like the scariest vibe. Like I I, I kind of come for that stuff. So like that's kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah. So I watched that because I can't this. It can't ever be Halloween fast enough when the summer won't end. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I dug into was Foundation Season 2, because it took me well, forever to get to it, because, um, I don't know, I think I was afraid that it was gonna, like, take off into, like, crazy Star Wars levels of, like, galaxy world building. Yeah. Um, but, it, um, so far, 
So far, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I'm about, I think I'm about three solid episodes in. I kind of mm. fell asleep and was like rewinding and like yeah. trying to go Where back. So, at? yeah, like I was watching it a little late at night, but mm-hmm. I was really into what I was watching. Um, but yeah, there, this show pops off. That's all I'm gonna say. Like when I tell people to watch it, I'm like, it moves. Um, it's what's I can't think. What could I compare it to? This show's pacing. I'm not gonna say it's insane, but this show is generational. Like this show covers time. Okay. I that's the one thing I like about it. Like they're like, they're like, they'll say like, oh, this civilization, this civilization's gonna enter the dark ages, and then the like two episodes from now they'll be like 138 years later, and then you get to see those dark ages they was talking about. I like um, that though. It feels like progress. It feels yeah. like they're making progress. But I don't know if you remember, uh, but. They had, um, this is the show I was talking about where they genetically clone the leader of the empire mm-hmm. of the, the, yeah, the, the emperor mm-hmm. has been cloned repeatedly mm-hmm. for thousands of years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they, they go by, uh, dawn, dusk and day, uh, dawn, dawn, day and dusk mm-hmm. for the better order. It's a young guy, middle-aged Middle guy, age old dude. Old um and yeah and that those are like your 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 uh your <laughs> your palpatine okay and your your darth vader and like for, and your luke or something and or, your yeah, luke, luke for lack of a better for lack of a better uh comparison okay um and that's kind of one side of the story and then you've got like kind of a rebellion side of the story which is um I don't know the actor's name, but he goes by Harry Seldon in the mm-hmm. story. Um, and there's like a young black girl named Gail, and they are kind of like I don't want to say the forces of good, but they use the forces of mathematics <laughs> to predict. He's basically got like this uh, equation mm-hmm. that is telling him the outcome of human human the human destiny, mm-hmm. so to speak, and. This equation is telling him that something really bad is going to happen if we don't course correct uh, the future, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that needs to be course corrected is the cloning of the emperor. Mm. Um, that was a so, bad move. <laughs> yeah, that was all kind of season one stuff. So yeah. as we move into season two, Harry has kind of set up a scenario where he's created the foundation, mm-hmm. which is the kind of the budding point for that it's not really rebellion i'm giving i'm the i'm using those terms to kind of give you familiarity because everyone's really familiar with star wars Mm -hmm. but like those are just to kind of give you the distance between these two story points but Mm -hmm. it's like he's but he's trying to build this this budding force to like gives the humanity some fighting chance against whatever this dark force this it's not really a dark force but whatever this thing is that's going to create the dark ages for Mm. all of humanity we don't even know what it is it could be war it could be it's like this abstract prophecy type yeah it could yeah it could be anything don't know what it is could just be our own downfall Mm -hmm. um but one of the interesting things that i was just bringing up that one of the storylines that i find kind of comical right now is that they found out at the end of season one that one of the clones um from the emperor have been like messed with genetically and so they were debating like do we like kill him do we get rid of him do we keep him and like see what happens like blah 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 so they kind of they end up killing him right because they're like 
we don't we don't want to derail like what we've been working on for so long mm-hmm. so then we find out very early in season two <laughs> that the whole genetic pool has been fucked with oh god the whole genetic all of it everybody all of it the source has been <laughs> wrecked it's been tampered yeah and so it's like the 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 cleon the 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 ruling emperor the the main cleon has asked like his most private detective for this information hmm. <laughs> and i think it's so private to the point where he's like sir we find out even the even the most sacred genetic dna has been has been soiled oh no and he's like thank you for telling me this and he like i think he like kills him right there oh god that's how secret this shit is jesus christ no loose so they do all that and then it's like so uh, they they find all this out and so they really can't do anything about it at this point so they're just letting the pool get more and more tainted what's the word i can't yes there's the word it's like more and more divergent and so at one point maybe episode two or three we get a 138 year jump Mm -hmm. and that all the way up all the way through season one we've had dark like brown haired dudes yeah and so after that 38 we start getting frosted tips oh god i was like yo what is this and And people start panicking well, no, we start getting frosted tips, and and you start getting they start talking a little Matthew McConaughey, and I'm like, are these is this the personality like changes are starting to see from the genetic tampering? Yeah, I was like, does, does your how you talk come from genetics? He's starting to he's starting to be like, hey, oh, uh, and it's like what? I'm like, is this like? I didn't know you could inherit that. And it, it's just like it's so funny because it's like yeah it's like his hair is the same style yeah. he's still dressing the same but it's like he it's like little curly flourishes little blonde tips at the end mm. his mannerisms are changing just slightly a little bit and I'm like okay this might and then so now we're at the point where like they are they are lightly considering a marriage to have children and possibly like obliterating the clone pool Mm. and ending the the they call it the genetic dynasty just have actual children now that will take over yeah so um but that they might not they also might not they're having like about it they're having a like visitation weekend but the the best part about this weekend is that the princess that is visiting rumor has it is that she like killed her siblings Whoa. to get the crown <laughs> oh my god so it's usurping. like they're inviting her yeah they're like inviting her in like she's some type of like snake mm. who's like murdered everybody so they're like okay you can you can marry this girl who you think has killed everybody and have kids with her or you can continue having divergent clones yeah <laughs> this is the next this is this is how your empire will continue on illusion into the, decision into yeah. the future yeah so yeah, I can see why we're hurtling towards the Dark Ages. That's nuts. <laughs> oh but yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, the other stuff that's going on is crazy. Mm. Um, the crisis stuff that's going on is crazier. Oh my god! Um, I'm just like that's just the like stupid like funny stuff that I'm telling you about that yeah. I find interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's much crazier things going on. Okay. In the show. So there's like some subplots going on 
Yeah, and, and it's like it's gr- it's grand and sprawling. Nice. Um, but yeah, they're doing they're doing a really good job. With they're that show. building a universe. Would you say? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I did for this week. Nice. Nice. That's solid. I see we got some a uh, little surprise news story. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Did I? I forgot that I put in here. Yeah. Do you yeah. Get to some news real quick. Yeah. 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 short jingle for a short news segment all right so i put this on here some time ago i think i was laying in bed so i didn't even bother to title it i'm kind of surprised by this it (laughs) It may not be true anymore it's two weeks old i'm surprised Uh, it's not four though like just regardless (laughs) of how old it is like i would just think if you asked me this question i'd like four I honestly think this one became the most approachable one. I believe that, yeah. I can believe that. But the title of this article is The Resident Evil 2 Remake is now the best-selling Resident Evil game remake ever. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Is it? Sorry. I want to clarify what you just said. Is it the best-selling remake ever? Resident Evil remake ever? Or the best-selling Resident Evil game, period? Okay, let me clarify, and I'll read here from the bottom. Their remake of Resident 2 is now the highest-selling entry in okay. the series. Okay. This is Resident Evil 2 is now sold 12.6 million units Woo. across PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC, having surpassed Resident Evil 7, 12, Resident Evil 7's 12.4 million units. I think this is uh, probably the most popular horror game franchise ever. It should be. Yeah, it should it be. Is. I think it gets the most hype. I definitely mm-hmm. do. Um, For sure. What does it say? Resident Evil's franchise now takes up six of the top ten spots in Capcom's list. Is um, um is four still your personal favorite? Like, if you include all the remake, like two remake, three remake, all that stuff. And the old games, whatever. Just if you include all of them, would would four still be your favorite? That's a tough question. <laughs> you're you're testing my love for Leon. Yeah, what you're doing. I like I asking really, the tough ones. See, and I, I see the fact that you said it that way. I really like too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like too. Yeah, I believe it. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if four is my favorite because I really like two. Since the remake, or did you like the? You didn't like the I, original see, two, right? I never played to the original. Okay, okay. Like when I played the remake for two, I played that like a lot. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I remember. never beat four. Uh, originally. Okay. Okay. So okay, that's okay. why I'm like my like dedicated game time is now in two. Two. Okay. <laughs> the remake. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> so that I'm makes like, sense. I would be like prime meat for this article yeah. like i would probably fit into this group yeah um, i would say yeah like oh sorry my speed i was just gonna say my speed run time is in the remake. two yeah <laughs> i feel Sad. that I, feel, <laughs> I mean honestly it makes sense because i would say four remake wouldn't have happened if two remake didn't explode yeah, the way it or did, three you know what I mean? yeah, yeah or three three definitely wouldn't have happened if the two remake didn't so yeah i could definitely see it I see that for sure. So yeah, I just wanted to give credit work. I'm always gonna give Resident Evil its due. Um, I appreciate Resident Evil a lot. Like even though 
I'm like I'm not a big horror game person, so they're not my favorite games, but I definitely appreciate like their importance and how dope they are and like what they do for horror and like all that I, stuff. I honestly just love this wacky garbage, mm-hmm. and I love that it has because it when you watch it's unique. <laughs> I watched Death Island. Yeah. over the weekend i'm not gonna talk about it because i didn't pay attention well enough to talk to like cover it for yeah. real i'll watch it again to do that but like i i got to see jill and leon in in a scene and my brain was just like i don't think i've ever seen jill and leon interact yeah and i was just like it was weird <laughs> i don't know how to process this like it was like super cop super cop yeah what's gonna happen that's funny. And like I saw a scene where like I watched Leon fight with a motorcycle like it was an extension of his body. Mm-hmm. I saw <laughs> like this lady jumped off her motorcycle. Like no, Leon shot her motorcycle from out from underneath her. She jumps on his motorcycle like front ways, makes his motorcycle break with her foot, makes his motorcycle go like this. He like trips Yo. she jumps into a car he like falls in the road he hops off his motorcycle but is somehow standing still shooting yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. in the road like this is what i love about Resident japanese media though because when you de- are describing that that's to me is like a through line through all japanese media like anime final fantasy resident <laughs> yes. evil it's all like that and i love it like that's what i'm here for I'm gonna be sending to his two movies after this. Yeah, yeah. After this podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> that yeah, I'm scene, that. I'm now I'm remembering that scene, and I lost my mind after that scene. Like you describing that just reminds me of like an action scene from like Advent Children, from like the Final Fantasy movie. Yes, it was 100 percent that. It was 100 yeah. percent that. Like that, awesome. that chick disrespected Leon with her feet. That entire movie. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <sighs> That's okay. hilarious. No, that's dope. But yeah, so I, I, shout out. It's Artie. just wacky. It's yeah. wacky. And then like you, I, I'm sorry. It's you engaging. have to see the movie because somehow by the end it's like Chris, Leon, Claire. Isn't Chris like way older than Leon, or no? He might be. I'm not. I get sure. the time. The game timelines all mixed up. I have no head. idea how old anybody yeah, is it, in Resident Evil. Yeah. Same. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like Chris, Leon, Claire are all injured in mm. in jail cells okay jill it has someone at gunpoint <laughs> and then rebecca is like on the way running there and i'm like how, i was like who has all of these main characters injured this is the re avengers the resident evil avengers yeah i was like whoever this villain is is legit because <laughs> nobody gets this many MCs. wesker couldn't even do that like, yeah, I was like, crazy. nobody has this many MC like Resident <laughs> Evil MCs injured at one time. Down bad, yeah. And and you got Jill like pressed. <laughs> That's hilarious. Where's Never. uh, where's uh, what's her face? Who's the the Asian girl? Um. Oh, Ada. Yeah, where's she know. at? Did Ada show up? I don't know if Ada showed okay. up in the movie. I can't remember. Well, she she's might the only have, one that's missing. <laughs> there was a very Ada esque character but she was a villain so i don't know if because that lady was there is that is why ada wasn't because she was that lady was all over leon Mm -hmm. and i was like ada is gonna be pissed yeah (laughs) but see here's my thing does ada exist with claire do they exist in the same space ever like in games or what do you mean 
Well, I know they exist in the same. They can exist in the same game. Yeah, for sure. But you're saying, do they but ever cross they, paths? Yes. Do they ever? When Leon in middle? Yeah, yeah. Duff, Duff, Ada, and Claire exist in same frame. That I don't be, think so. Okay. I think if Ada walk in, Claire must leave. Leave, yeah, <laughs> or something's going down. Or Leon will explode. <laughs> something's going down. Yeah, that's funny. Oh man. But yeah, I, I'll send you those because that that you have to at least watch that first scene. It was wild. I heard about it like when it dropped, but for whatever reason, I just didn't like. I just kind of looked looked. I think cause, all those movies fall on silent. Eyes. I was gonna say I think Ari movies kind of have like a thing in my head. They're like, like uh, do I need because that in that last Netflix no. show, I'm like, do I? They're like that, W. They're like WB animated movies. They fall on deaf eyes and deaf yeah. ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Would you like to move on to some anime? Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh boy, I think uh, I think some major events occurred in our absence. Yeah. <laughs> Tiz might want to like shift frame. No, I'm about, like, I'm about he's to gonna go. do like one of those zoom shifts where he zooms in on one corner of the frame. I was thinking about that. I was like, dang, my camera don't really work like that. Because <laughs> I want to post edit. It's a little blurry right now. <laughs> but y'all can probably see something that's in the frame that's not usually there. A keen keen viewers, yeah, can spot the difference. I kind of wanted to tell you to, I think you said you watched the react, but I kind of wanted to tell you to watch the episode just to like, because the context doesn't really matter that much, but yeah. I did. I did. I watched a lot. Of, I just watched the reaction, I think, like, mm-hmm. which was more, I feel like it was a lot of the episode because yeah. episodes now, aren't that long. Did you watch the RDC one? Because they had to do the thing where it's like super to not get copyrighted. <laughs> I wanted to. I was like, "What do you think the level?" Because I was watching it with someone. I was like, "What do you think the level in that transparency?" Opacity. <laughs> yes, it is. It's it like ten percent right there. Yeah, but I was, I was like, like, "I that feel that." Transparency. Definitely had to do that before. Um, but yeah, um, and reversed as hell. Yeah, and it still it one hundred percent still got copyrighted by the sound. I'm sure a hundred percent. Like it just. Oh didn't yeah, get, it was dead silent. Yeah. Dead silent. No sound. It just didn't no get sound. taken down fully, but like <laughs> that was the bare minimum that they could get away with. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Got engaged. Got engaged with the fans. Yeah. All right, Tiz. Should I start there? Do I want to start Now's there? Now's your time. Do I Where do you want to start? This is all you. All right, we start in there. This is not my boat. One Piece episode 1071 and 1072. Oh, my God. <laughs> Had the internet in freaking tizzy shambles all over the place. Everybody's comparing this character to this character. This character's transformation is more iconic than this character. People are throwing cr- like slandering each other, calling each other out their name, like throwing throwing slurs around. Like <laughs> it Yo got mamas. intense. Yeah, it got intense. But if you don't know, if you're not aware, One Piece, Luffy. Hold on, you got you got you got to do one of these. Oh, can I get the focus? You got to do a hit. There you go. Luffy, Gear Five, Gil Five. <laughs> Look at those eyebrows. <laughs> you feel me? Um, now, I want to start off. I'm going to start off saying I love this form. I really so do adorable. love the design of this form. 
I love just in general. I love white haired anime characters, and like I love the, I love the clouds. Like his hair kind of takes on in the actual animation. It's like, let me put this back. It did have like a wispy. It's like, like a hot cloud. Yeah, it's like animated like a cloud, like a flame cloud or something. Like a hot noodle cloud. Yeah, and like it's got it, it in the animation. It's got this like, I don't even know how to describe it, describe it. He's got this like almost opaque not opaque but like almost like how the rdc video was it's like a pseudo transparent just very thin layer of highlight around his design which kind of makes him like shine and pop a little more than he like normally the animation's flat with all like the a, rest of like a ultra instinct like an ultra in instinct a, glow in a way like he doesn't have the aura but it's just like okay. a like, if you think about the normal animation, every character is kind of flat. Like, they kind of match uniformly with the rest of the animation. When he transforms uh, in this form, he kind of pops out a little bit extra from all the other animation. Like, he's animated in, in a movie? Almost, yeah, almost, yeah, but just him, but the rest of the just show him. is the Yeah, same. I was going to yeah. say, like, he was in the movie budget, exactly. and everybody else is in the anime budget. Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> but it kind of works. Like, it makes him stay, it makes the form come off as, like, powerful and unique. Um, which I super appreciate it. Um, uh, one of the things with this form, so they give the whole exposition about what the lore is behind the form, and it's kind of like you don't you don't care if I spoil this, right? It's so far, and if you ever watch One Piece this far, you'll definitely forget. You think I'm going to remember? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, but so essentially, it's and this is peak writing to me. This is awesome. This is an awesome. Uh, what's the word recontextualization of something we thought was true for a thousand episodes and now it's like that was never the case it was actually this other thing so devil <laughs> fruits right they're like the power system in one piece oh i think i remember this luffy, luffy ate the gum gum fruit mm -hmm. and so there's three types of devil fruit there's paramecia logia and zoan paramecia mm -hmm. you change the environment around you or some aspect of your body Zoan, you turn into an animal or mythical creature. And Logia, your body becomes some element like smoke, fire, water, whatever. Mm -hmm. So this whole time, the gum gum fruit that Luffy ate was introduced as a paramecia. It gave his body rubber properties, rubber characteristics. Mm -hmm. So he is a rubber man. This whole show, we thought, okay, he has rubber powers. His body's made of rubber. He just does rubber things. He stretches, whatever, whatever. But there's always been these little weird little things where like he'll randomly set his arm on fire. Mm -hmm. Or, like, he'll randomly, like, I don't know, I'm having trouble thinking of, of of different things now. But he'll do things that aren't just plain rubber. It's like, rubber doesn't do that. Why is that a part of his power? And so they're explaining his Gear 5 now, and he goes through this transformation. And so it turns out this whole time he ate a mythical Zoan fruit, which it's the human-human fruit type Nika. And so... Human, human being, he transforms into another humanoid. So his, <laughs> okay. that's why his, that's why he's not changing into like an animal. But right. it, Nika is the sun god in right. One Piece okay. universe. So the fruit is not him getting rubber. It's not rubber powers. It's him turning into this sun god. Okay. And the sun god's body had rubber characteristics, but he could also do weird reality bending things like light his arm on fire and uh when luffy goes into this form one of the things with like devil fruits in this world is like when they're 
reach their peak or whatever, they can kind of not just affect the user's body, but whatever the user touches. So like in a previous season, there was this dude who manipulated strings and he could touch the ground and turn the ground into strings and like make the strings do all type of crazy stuff. So now Luffy, whatever he touches, turns into rubber. And so he's like bouncing on the ground now, like the whatever ground he, his feet touch turns into rubber. Like Kaido, the dude he's fighting, shoots like a fire blast at him. He grabs the ground, pulls it up like a giant piece of rubber. The fireball hits it, bounces off. Um, and this this other weird part of his power that's like not really explained, but it's just a it's explained as like the dude Nika, who the fruit is modeled after, the god Nika. His whole thing was when he fights, he's all about freedom and making people happy while he's fighting. Mm-hmm. So like. The way that translates to Luffy's Gear 5 is, like, Looney Tunes. So, like, they just straight up slap Looney Tune sound effects on his attacks. Oh and he, he has, there's, like, a whole extra layer of, like, he's just a nutcase now. Like, he's just, he acts like Bugs Bunny. Like, he's, okay. like, he, I saw, he, yeah, this he gets re- the circle run. You know what I'm saying? The circle legs. Everything I could hear. Yeah. On the video is now making sense. Literally, of what you're explaining <laughs> literal Looney Tunes noises. He gets the circle legs like Roadrunner or Bugs Bunny. Whenever he like punches Kaido, his eyes pop out like the Looney Tunes eyes pop, and that's like in the lore and effect of Luffy's power. Like whatever he touches takes on this like cartoonish effect. Um, and I just I think it's really unique. Like I haven't seen a transformation like this in like a serious shonen or whatever. Um, and it's I don't know. It's just one thing about One Piece is I think I might have said this before, but One Piece has the best smiles in anime. I think <laughs> like when characters smile in One Piece, like I smile, like it just makes me happy. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it is about their smiles, but and when Luffy's in this form, like you can see with the thing, he's like he's constantly smiling. Like <laughs> he's just con- he's and Kaido's getting mad. The dude he's fighting because he's kind of a tryhard. Like he's like like a grump, and so he's like yo take the fight seriously like stop joking around meanwhile he's just getting like slapped around like he grabs him he's like jumps jump roping with him um so it's like very out there and one of the explanations about the power is like in the world they call it the most ridiculous power and Mm -hmm. i think they do a really good job like portraying that with the animation um but to the episode to the actual episodes themselves 1071 the first episode where it's revealed they do some stuff that I don't like, so it's it's typical of One Piece, but you actually mentioned it too. They do some cutaways, like one they it's it's cutaways, it's direct reused scenes from the same episode, and then um it's this the whole like the the whole One Piece thing of how like the intro takes up like five minutes, the the little commercial thing like slot in the middle takes up like 30 seconds and then the end is like takes up like another two minutes so you only have like 15 minutes of episode right and they make it even worse with this reveal because so he takes a page out of goku's book he takes like five minutes just to transform they reuse the same piece of animation like three times within the same five like copy and paste the exact same frames like back to back they just copy and paste it um, which is kind of annoying. And then once he transforms, he starts getting into the fight, and then they just cut away to a whole different character storyline, completely unrelated to this fight, just for like 10 minutes it's, of the episode. This is for children. It's funny you say that, because guess what they did in this cutaway? 
what this dude who's been like abusing this this little girl who basically long story short she was like the the old king who got boiled alive by this new king it was his daughter and so she comes back from the the future as an adult and he the the evil guy doesn't know that that's who that is and he, oh, long story that's short who that girl was he's trapped under a pile of rubber she's got like a a pile of rubble she's got like the this nail in his leg that like locks his powers down so he can't move he's trapped under this rubble and then this little fire sprite that works for him comes up and he's like in pain he's like save me save me and then he's like back up you idiot you're made out of fire and then he inches closer and the dude just burns a lot burns to death yeah it just burns to death right there and he's like screaming he's like ah save me don't let me die like this and she's just like nope this is what you get (laughs) sorry (laughs) and so yeah that part was really dark and it was interesting but it just shouldn't have been 10 minutes dead in the center of the gear five fight like it doesn't make any sense yeah Um, so that first episode very little of the actual fight happens it's mostly just reused transformation scenes and one other negative like i think the animation was pretty good overall but there was points where it got super super messy where it's like there's a point where it's like a whole bunch of stuff going on there's like the looney tunes effects going on and your eyes actually get lost because it's just like an overwhelming amount of animation just for animation's sake where Mm -hmm. i feel like if they did it a little bit cleaner and like had a little less noise it would have just hit a lot harder and that is a good transition to 1072 which is the this episode is actually all fight there's no cutaways really in this episode and this episode is actually animated cleaner which i don't know i read something like they brought in different animators just for these episodes so i'm thinking maybe different people worked on the two different episodes um at least like they used to do for naruto exactly yeah exactly (laughs) um and so this episode was animated super well. There was less reused stuff, um, which I was happy to see. And there was more of the fight. I think there's actually still the end of the fight is probably going to be next episode or even the episode after that because One Piece likes to drag fights out. Um, but one other thing I noticed is uh, One Piece is Toei, just like Dragon Ball. They literally copy-paste the Dragon Ball lightning sound effect and the Super Saiyan sound effect. And the yellow, <laughs> like there's a point where Luffy powers like the- down. Sweet literally the exact same sound and the the <laughs> like the lightning from super saiyan 2 and oh all that. yeah there's a point where luffy powers down because he's running out of stamina and they have the whole he does the whole like pep talk like i'm not gonna give up now whatever whatever he powers back up and i kid you not the literal yellow super saiyan aura goes around him and then he transforms and then he's back to his normal white form and i'm like this is our effect like why did y'all own just own this effect? I like it. Y'all couldn't have took two seconds to just make a new aura. Like why did no. y'all take that straight? And the sound effect was on it too. Like, Bro, you know they have like the overlay for it. Oh yeah, a hundred. And they just slide they that just... bitch on. <laughs> <laughs> they had that little whoosh 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 Click. whoosh. <laughs> like that exact. It was it was brought I back all the Super Saiyan memories. If I could um, get a white mach- white noise machine of that the would Super Saiyan sound. Just put me to sleep every night. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. And I'm like, okay, y'all. Like you get a, it, 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 would, it would have that sound. It would have the it would have the 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 power level monitor sound. <laughs> and then it would probably have like the Dragon Ball locator beat noise. Beep. Wait, how does that one go? It's like 
Yeah. When they located Dragon Ball, it would just be that sound. I'm like, I hear <laughs> that one a lot now because I'm watching Dragon Ball too, which is funny. And maybe, maybe like the sound of like the capsule ship. It's like, oh, yeah. That's like a good the one. Purr the little hover the purr of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good one too. Can I get a, dra- all right, y'all, Toei, where's my Dragon Ball white noise machine? Free, before I just free steal, ideas. Before we just steal them all and put them on the soundboard. Free ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, see that, but that's see that's clunky though. Like that's not a nice little portable machine that I can just but, set next to my bed. Hold on, but it has to look. Imagine if this is Goku and it has a button on it. Yes, it's just that's what it has it's to be. Goku holding a spirit bomb. Yeah, and the button just uh, cycles through the sounds. And the spirit bomb is the speaker. Hmm. Nah, that's all. That would be awesome. Free money. Don't let me get a 3D printer. That's all I'm saying. I'll I'll have that made with a Raspberry Pi so quick. <laughs> I'm so serious. It'll be like a box with the internals in it, and then a statue will be on the top, and I'll put the speaker in the joint. I swear I'll make that. You better not make that before we make our Vampire Survivors arcade. <laughs> oh yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> I gotta see which one is lower budget. That's the one that I'm was, probably making first. That was the first project. Yeah, but see that one, I gotta saw stuff. I gotta like. No, work I was with gonna wood. build the box. Remember? Okay, okay, yeah, that's you right, just that's were right. supposed to deal with the monitor and I got the that and the game part. I got that part. I'll build the box. Yeah, yeah we good. We coming together. Oh now. my god. Okay. Um. <laughs> but yeah, Gear Five. But yeah, what else? What else about Gear Five? Episode um, two. So yeah, episode two, I liked a little bit more than the first episode where they revealed it. Um, there's a little bit more that hasn't happened yet, just that I know about. So that's why I think they're going to keep going with it for a couple more episodes. Maybe maybe just one more, I don't know. But like I said, they tend to drag stuff out. But um, overall, I think solid. And I'm about to enrage a lot of people, though, with this. 100% without a doubt, and never will be as iconic as Super Saiyan. Never. Oh, Nothing I don't know if they... ever will touch Super Saiyan. Not when you take this long, for one. Yeah, exactly. But I think time will oh, will be against, for one. But yeah, yeah. I don't... Hmm. Yeah, it, I think it'll be a long time before something hit, comes across Super Saiyan. Uh, it's hard. Sorry, but your your statement just made me think of a question. Is Bordeaux an alien? No, he's possessed by an alien. Okay. Spoilers <laughs> for Borta. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a little bit he's DNA possessed, possessed by an alien. By an alien. Well, yeah. okay. It's DNA possession. How is that any different? Do you mean it's like not. because he has the DNA of like because of his DNA, he's able to be a possessed by an alien? No, no. So he fought an alien in like the second arc of Boruto. When that alien died, he implanted his own DNA inside of Boruto, which is now slowly overriding Boruto's DNA. Okay. And you know how Naruto, like, channeled the Nine-Tailed Fox? Yes. This is that dynamic for Boruto. So Boruto can channel the alien powers to then, you know, go into demon mode or whatever. Okay. You know they got to have the trope. Yeah. I think I told you before, Boruto is, like, is explicitly trying to mirror every single point of anything in naruto like they're yeah. trying to mirror every single thing in naruto i think my i told you my anger at, at boruto for 
his anger at his father yeah <laughs> overrides yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. everything because everything the, about Boruto. i forget about the plot because i'm like Boruto, you're dead he didn't have a dad stop yeah. that's true like you don't get to be mad at him speaking <laughs> of i don't know if you saw any of this but like they released the art for time because the time skip's about to happen now we're about to get into Boruto shippuden <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna call it that. Barosha Putin. But they dropped his art for his design, and everybody's yeah. just like, "Yo, he's dripped out. Yo, he's swag. He's the most yeah, swagged out like, character." I saw, <laughs> I saw Serata and I saw Bordo. Yeah. And I was like, "God damn! His like, shirt's what is like happening?" Unbuttoned. He's got like tattoos coming up from the inside. Yeah, he looks chest. crazy. He's got like rings on. He's like real bad boy energy. Looks. Cr- I'm like, how do you go from being this shit kid to like this? Because he's Sasuke's mentee. Oh, no. Oh, you didn't know that? No. So because of his hate for Naruto, he actually looks up to Sasuke. Like, he thinks Sasuke is the cool one. He's like, I, I want to be we like were Sasuke. Gonna, I thought we were going to get back on track no, no, no. before the time skip. He's, he's Sasuke's follower. He's following in Sasuke's path. That's like his... his his, um, so we're gonna have like a one-armed burrito by the end of the series i hope not because <laughs> that's what happens when you follow sasuke you lose your arm son you lose well he did lose something uh-oh did he lose <gasps> burrito already lost an eye he's blind in one eye after the time skip unfortunately and he's he rocking the get... zoro and the kakashi does he get like a Byakugan power he or does, something yeah. to make up for it? But okay. only so he's blind, but when he activates his eye, he can see through it. Of course. So it's he's not really blind. <laughs> was it like all sick and sad when he lost it? Was it like all painful uh, when like super or was it just like quick like I'm Kakashi now? It was kind of quick, yeah. It was because they were like at war, so like he could have lost lost a lot more. You know okay, I, mean? I, have a, I have a really dumb question. Yeah. So I had I got something splashed across my face right here, mm-hmm. and is it bad that I used Naruto Sensei Aruka to describe how I got something splashed across my face? <laughs> is that oh like God. a bit of a stretch? <laughs> nah. <laughs> to say I, I got so. Aruka Sensei. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, okay. that's that's iconic for Aruka, right? Like, okay, <laughs> that's the first name I thought of when you said I got something okay, splashed across right. my face, like. I was, I was like, like I was like, you know, I was like, you know, Naruto's mentor, right? They're like, yeah. I was like, Naruto's mentor. <laughs> you know, Naruto's were, mentor, no, first right? They were like, they were like, this one. I was Kakashi? like, no, this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one. <laughs> Which scar? Just identify them based on the scars. Hmm. That's hilarious. All right. Oh man, but yeah, I think I think that kind of wraps the Gear Five. Like overall, I love the Sorry transformation. No, no, I love the transformation. I do too. Some minor issues with the presentation of it, but I think it was probably as good as it could be. One other thing, though, I want to say is I was expecting this fight to be the best fight in One Piece, but I think the Zoro King fight is still the best. How long ago was that? Probably like 10 episodes. Nothing too crazy. Not too bad. Nothing too crazy. It's baffling, though. We've been in this Luffy Kaido fight for literally a year and a half in real time. A year and a half worth of week to week episodes. We've been in this. Not the fight. samurai arc. The samurai arc itself has been about eight years that we've been in it. Five years, something like that. But this I was one like, fight, I know I was still in my house when we were in the samurai. It's the arc. longest arc. 
like by far <laughs> like this arc has like 200 something 300 episodes maybe every other arc maybe has 100 at most so it's like by far the longest but it's also the best arc like best animation best writing best characters all that well, stuff. well it's the newest i would hope so oh it's got all the budget you know what i'm saying so yeah it's Dang. one piece crazy we're gonna get to the end one day when i'm 85 i'll be happy to report on <laughs> report on that well, luffy's still kicking it you oh guys God. it's crazy <sighs> all right well thank you for that one piece report tis yeah, yeah we're always happy to hear about it you won't get another long breakdown like that for like another like two years when something else <laughs> crazy happens <laughs> I'm serious. We won't get another breakdown till it's over. No, I'm yeah. Um, let's very quickly go over jobless. Uh, it probably Jutsu because there's not there's not. I think we talked about the last part of Juju, didn't we? Already. The last the last part that no. came out. No, no. We didn't really? talk about Suguru. We didn't talk about what's happening with Suguru. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I was right, like, we right, definitely right, haven't right. talked about that. For some reason, I was thinking it ended on that Gojo trying to kill everybody scene. But I forgot about it. I remember the Suguru Yeah, we episode. did talk about that. I remember You're the trying. You say trying like they were holding him back. <laughs> he was just like... He, he was ready, yeah. <laughs> that man was high off of power. <laughs> um, but Yeah, no, crack so... eyes. Let's talk jobless because we were at different points in jobless and now we're at the same point. So now yeah. we can cohesively talk about it. Um, I just like talking about it because jobless is the realest isekai out there. I used to think Sword Hero was the oh, realest isekai. Oh, real quick, isekai. real quick, real Sword quick. Sword Hero. Shield Hero. Uh, Shield Hero, Real Sorry. quick because you brought that up. Did you see the tagline for Shield Hero Season 3? No. It's like getting back to the adventure or something like <laughs> that. It literally says like, or no, no, it's the real rising begins. Oh. I'm like, oh, we're here now. Now you oh. want to do main plot. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, they they recognize and understand that that last season was filler. <laughs> Sorry, we had to have a side quest so that we could get Ravtalia a katana. Yeah. All right, we're back. Back to what you guys care about. But I just yeah, thought it was so, funny. Uh, yeah. Realist isekai. Jobless. Rudy. Pulling on our heartstrings over here. Um, so I'm out here. I'm out here in the streets, in the anime streets, specifically in dating apps, getting the the realest opinions. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that at all. Because that's where people least expect to be you to be interviewing them for their anime, anime opinions. opinions. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, uh, last week we kind of broached the topic of like what's going on with Rudy. Because uh, I was trying to get Tiz, I was trying to break Tiz into like the crux of what's going on with Rudy. Yeah. Because I, I, I broke into the manga a little bit, and like honestly, the ED is spurring his adventure right now. I hate that's it, the by only the way. thing that's pushing him on like I, forward. I hate it by because the way. your boy was about to kill himself. He was. He was about that to take his own life. So it, that might be the most intense like suicide scene I've ever seen. Like or or like. Depress scene, depression scene, whatever you would call it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've I, never... I had one. I went like this I was in like, real life. No, same. I was like, oh my God, yo, he was not playing. When he was so depressed. Okay, let's rewind a little bit. Yeah. So we were previously talking about him in the second season. He meets up with this party. 
Um, and it's kind of like a refresher, right? Because he lost his old party with Eris and the dragon. Uh, I always forget that dude's name. Rude, 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 Yes. So he loses his old party. He kind of gets talked into this new party by this lady, and he he thinks they're taking pity on him, right? And, like, they kind of grow into each other because they mm-hmm. see that Rudy has a little potential. Yeah. And they know, they find out that he's looking for his family. and He saves so all of their lives on an adventure. Yeah, and they, they coach him. <laughs> they coach him up. They're like, come on, you're an adventurer. Like, come adventure with us. Like, you can yeah. actually help us. And then there's this one chick, Sarah, who's, like, kind of being a, a, a beach. She's the beach. gatekeeper. Yeah, she's, like, the group, gate, group gatekeeper. Yeah, and she's just like, we don't need you or whatever, but I guess you can come. Don't yeah. slow us down, even though you're better than all of us. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So she's being all like that until Rudy saves her life, mm-hmm. right? And so he saves her life, and then she immediately, she kind of switches, and she's like, she, she starts. Opens up. Yeah, she starts being nicer, and they, they're hanging out, and then they have a moment where she's like, I kind of, she kind of like wants to pay him back, but it's that awkwardness of like, I'm going to pay you back with my body. But no, just nobody asked you me to. But like, no, kind of she actually loves him. She was actually she does, in love but with it's him. a little quick. It's a little it is quick. quick. No, it is quick. Yeah. Well, so well, to, was it quick or were they skipping time? Because they were I going think, on a lot well, of adventures and stuff. Yeah, but at the same that. time, I think she got she like she like sat up at that bar and drank them beers a little fast. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like she was like sidling up to him and she yeah. was like, oh, I'm a yeah. drunk. But that was, real, up, that was the real. That was the. How about her. we go up to your room? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, even yeah. Rudy was like, "What is she doing right now? Like, like is... is she doing this right now? Yeah. Like, even he was like, really? I um, love those moments, by the way, when he has those like <laughs> internal dialogues of like, I haven't been in this situation in my previous life, but like, is is this happening right now? Like, <laughs> so and then he's like, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then it's like that moment happens, and then he. He decides to go for it, and that's when he realizes, like, oh, my system is not functioning. It sucks. <laughs> and he's like, ah, crap. So then he gets mad about it, right? Yeah. And then that's when he starts thinking this is Eris's fault because she left me and, like, there's yeah. something wrong with me now. Um, And so he meets the blonde-haired dude. I forget his name. I forget his name, yeah. But then, and that's when they kind of have their interaction, and they they be, kind of become friends, and the blonde-haired guy feels bad for him at first, but then he's like, I'll help you, or yeah. whatever. And so the moment that we're kind of talking about with the suicide is that the Rudy's blonde guy idiot, spends this he's night with Rudy. Like, I'll, he's like, I'll take you to a brothel, bro. Yeah. Like, we'll figure this out. We're going to make your, you. we'll make your junk work tonight. Yeah. And then it, it doesn't work. And then Rudy, Rudy does what I think is like a normal human. I won't even say guy thing. I think it's a normal human thing to do, which is like he, he spins it around and he goes, oh, he's like, forget her. Yeah. Forget Sarah. It's not. It's not my fault. It's her fault. Normally, you don't yell it in the street, in the open streets. Right, when but that... he's drunk. <laughs> yeah. He's drunk, right? Yeah. And he's at the end of his rope. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, forget her for walking out. But he's not wrong, She's right? She's not like, that she... hot anyway. <laughs> I do, like, as a female, I do think she was wrong to be like, oh, your, your junk doesn't work? Yeah, forget yeah, you. It's I'm my out. fault, yeah. Like, I try so and take, I, like, age into consideration in a lot of these, even though I don't want to because it, it makes it weird. Yeah. But it's, like, they they both probably haven't had these types of experiences yet. And so it's, like, they're going to jump to the most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The most extreme extreme conclusion, like, outrageous, like, that's obviously not the case Yeah. type of thing. So. 
so but yeah it's like she walks out on him he get, offends him and she acts offended so yeah mm. he just goes forget her like she shouldn't have done that to me um like i can get better than her like something to that effect and she's Yelling standing it. right behind him of course when he says this of course right and, and the, then, the other dude too his face the whole he's like and Rudy is just he eyes just closed, screaming down. this to the sky. And the other dude just like. Jesus and Rudy Christ. doesn't really mean it, right? So he's just saying it to make himself feel better. And as soon as he realizes Sarah's behind him, Sarah's like, "You piece of shit, never speak to me again. I'm out." And she leaves. And then Rudy just drops to his knees, pulls a knife out, and like, yeah. no, not even pulls it. It was on the ground. Oh, because somebody <laughs> he, like, dro- somebody it dropped it. He he drops to his knees. He looks down, and then two he just, and then uh, it happens so fast, which I th- is why I think it was executed so well. But the the, the dude blonde has to dude block just it. like slaps it out of his hands. I'm like, oh my god, Rudy don't, almost he's died. Like, don't even dare. And he's like, like Do the you force just behind the, yeah. the force was, was there. He was ready. The force was, ready. was there. He wasn't stopping. That wasn't no fake it for attention. He was ready. It was intense. Yeah. So like that moment happens, that was intense. and um, then blonde dude. Luckily, they don't dwell on it at yeah. all, and blonde dude is like, "Let's uh, let's just let's, leave. Let's go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get your mind forget about it. her and this situation. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. It happens. Not to everybody. You're an idiot. But he's it's a okay. good dude. He's a real good dude. Yeah, I like and him. that's why I'm like, uh, when he called Rudy out on his fake smile BS, I think mm-hmm. that was for the best. Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. I liked him for knowing that because I do think Rudy was lying to himself a little bit. 100%. Yeah. That's okay. Everybody does that a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, moments like this are what makes me watch Mishoku and be like, oh no, this I is going to hurt this episode. Um. So this is kind of where we get moving again a little bit um because rudy was kind of stalling here in his story trying to Mm -hmm. figure out where where he should go what he should do um and after this part is where we kind of get impetus for him to get moving again because he meets a mem like he kind of like meets a member of paul's party yeah she comes looking for him yeah she gives him a reason to go somewhere else so this Mm -hmm. is where we get the letter from the magical school so and it's so funny because we talked about this dur- at the beginning of the season. You were like, "He forgot about Sylphie, He forgot about Sylphie. And it's funny because he acknowledged that he forgot about. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's what I was supposed to be doing." <laughs> like it's, I Do love you know that how much he validation it. I got from that. I love that he acknowledged that. That was amazing. I was like, "Okay, show, you got me." Yeah, I was like. Because it makes sense for him to forget because like so much like watching the show, it feels like less time has passed than has. But so much has happened. He did get teleported. Yeah. Like to the middle of nowhere and then had to find his way back to somewhere. He got involved in like a whole demon races, you know, a whole demon dude's uh, subplot to bring his race back to good graces. He got caught up with his heiress and the animal girl. And he got like, so he's like, had all these different side issues just like placed upon him. Yeah. And it's, so it's like, I get how he could forget, but I was just glad that he, he was like, oh, that's right. I was supposed to be Sylphie. I, I wonder, I hope she's doing good. <laughs> but yeah, cool. I was like done on that one because it was insane. I was like, if you forget the whole reason you started this adventure in the first, I'm going to lose it. 
But I'm but like, yeah. it lines up now because he talked to the man god again, and he was like, all right, go to the school. It'll fix your ED. And then when he brought up Sylphie, I'm like, oh, is that how? Is that how it's going to happen? He's going to re-fall back in love with her again or something like that? Like Maybe. I could see something Maybe. like that happening. Return the slab. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Return to the one the original. who loved you first. Main bay. <laughs> that was main bay. Bay number one. Yeah, the one that's not your cousin. But yeah, um, I think we're going to have some things to look forward to. Hold here. on, but I have to say, though. This show could absolutely, and I will stand firm on this, absolutely positively do without all the weird stuff. There's no reason he needs to be praying to panties. There's no reason. There's no reason for any of this nonsense. What makes no reason Rudy, for the ED at all? What makes Rudy Rudy? What makes Rudy Rudy? Look, I I'm not gonna lie. I love that that one dude worships Rudy because he can carve those figures. I'm trying to remember. Do you remember that guy? I remember the figures, but I He's forget. He's going to come back pretty soon. Okay. That's not really a spoiler. Yeah, yeah. But there's a guy who was like, he was like a slave guy. And Rudy but, was making figures for, every, for I think. I, but Rudy gets imprisoned by that guy, but then the guy finds out that Rudy can make figures. Yeah. And Rudy ends up giving him a figure of Roxy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and then yeah, he's yeah. like, will you teach me, master? And he's like, of course. <laughs> I remember that now, yeah. But yeah, I'm like, I like the weird, quirky, weird things about, questionable things about Rudy. Weird is fine. I just don't know why it has to be like children and sexuality. It's It's not, the person whose panties he's worshiping is older than him. But he's like 14. He's like 12 or something. Like, why we gotta do this? But why we gotta do this? What the, let me ask you this. Are what, you not a child of the 90s? But I am. Do you not remember the 90s? No, I was a child in the 90s. I don't remember. Do you not 90s. remember like SpongeBob? Do you not remember panty raids? Panty yeah, but raids. SpongeBob's a sponge. <laughs> and Mr. Krabs, an adult. He was a young sponge. <laughs> he has a full nine to five with benefits. SpongeBob is a grown man. Yo. Did SpongeBob have, have health care? I don't know. I'm just assuming. Mr. Pr- Knowing Mr. Krabs, he probably didn't have healthcare. <laughs> he was on that. Um, he was on that Obamacare. Knowing Mr. Krabs, <laughs> but not. Nah, let me ask you this though. Seriously, what does it add to the show for you? If you could remove it's, it out of the show, would it be Rudy's less? Personality. But if it wasn't, would it be less of a show to you? It wouldn't be less of a show, but it would take away from what makes him him to me. It's the same way about Deku crying. Would it make a less of a My Hero if Deku cried less? No. But it count like Deku's crying counterbalances Baku's anger. That's you know true. what I mean? Like That's it's a part of, it's one of their character like de- like in- idiosyncrasies. Yeah. That's all. I, I don't know. I, I get it. I, I get guess, I get that it makes like... you uncomfortable. But think about it this way. It's the same way if, like, one thing about a person in your life makes you uncomfortable. And you go, ugh. It's the same way, that, like, about our brother where I'm just like, he's always going to show me a YouTube video. And I'm like, please stop showing me a YouTube video. Yeah, no, <laughs> I get what you mean there. But it's different because I'm never going to 
be ashamed to tell anyone that Shay is my brother. I'm ashamed no, no, no. to have someone walk in on me watching Mashoko Tensei. I'm, but see, I'm not. <laughs> you know what so I'm that's why I'm just like. <laughs> it's... But you like know it's que- but you know in, it's questionable. Like, this would it be? But you know it's questionable. Wait, I'm gonna be like, hold up, can you? You see that, right? <laughs> it's right there when people walk in. It is. All right. It Let's is. It is. I get. I get it. I guess. I guess. And <laughs> you're like, I'm like, that's Rudy. Like, if I'm ashamed of Rudy, I'm not gonna watch the show. But that's the thing. That's why I'm so conflicted about it. Because I love Rudy. At his core, he's a good person. Yeah. He wants to help he just everyone. Has a kink. <laughs> it's not even. It's okay. I'm glad you said that because it's not even the fact that he has a kink. It's the fact that as that he's dire- so proud of it. No, it's the fact that as directors, you have to spend so much screen time focusing on these weird things. Well, like let just let him have this. a kink off screen. Let me ask you this: it, Do you think that has more to do with the fact that we live so much, like as an audience, we live so much in his personal life? Like we live in his mind. We're not just watching yeah. him from the outside like we're in his mind that's that's a good point that is a good point um i don't know i don't know that's it's, just a question no it's 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 fair it's a it's a it's a fair and valid point i'm I like just, we're in like we even see him when he talks to the white dude like mm-hmm. the master dude the god dude yeah man god so and we see his gross like previous form yeah i think there's a million different ways you could justify it or the writers could justify it or whatever but i just the only thing i'm trying to say is in my mind it's the same thing with uh no game no life it could have not had all the weird brother and sister romance stuff and now you want to talk about great show still (laughs) it didn't need it whatsoever it didn't add to the experience whatsoever they could have had a rivalry yes instead of a creepy it was no purpose to it (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Even if he was a the type of person to like his sibling, they could have left it off screen and it would have been perfectly fine. But see, I'm like, some people find that funny. Yeah, but instead of gross, they're such a minority that I don't care what they think. They don't matter. You know what I'm saying? They're one percent of the population. Uh, tweet at at srclash <laughs> underscore pod if you disagree with Ty about being a minority. Please do. Cause I know I'm in the minority on some things, but it's fine. I don't hate I don't hate the people that that like it. It's just it's y'all are weird. Not you, but I'm saying the people who are like I yeah, Rudy's panties. Get that part. Those yeah, people are Rudy's weird. Yeah. Like yeah, panties on screen. <laughs> I know. I recently saw a scene of the panties burst out of a closet, and I died laughing. In that same show. Yeah. Or a different show. Oh, the same show. No, Mashoku. And okay, I was just okay. like, I died laughing. Because I was just like, why? Why did the panties have to appear at the most insane? Why? That's the question. But no, I will question. give you, there's another moment. There's another moment that feels insanely inappropriate. Which one? Remind I, me. I'm not, it's, I don't know if oh, it, it happens happened in yet. the show. I don't think it happened in the show yet. I don't know if it's going to happen in the show. Oh, you want me to be shocked and come back and rant about it? Yes. (laughs) Okay. And so we'll talk about it when it happens. uh, And then we'll probably both come to the same consensus of why that happened. (laughs) Okay. Eyes are open. What age do you think he is right now? After the time skip? 16. After the time skip? 
Yeah, I would guess 16. I haven't heard or seen any confirmation, but just looking at him and like compiling my anime knowledge, my brain just calculates 16. (laughs) He could be like 12 for all I know. I don't know. He could be 18. He's not 12. I don't know. He's definitely like. I'm waiting for his voice to. I want to say he was 12 or I want to say he was 10 when he got that staff. Yeah. And he was running around on an adventure. And I want to say he was 12 when he had that ponytail at first. It's weird because, and I know you're watching the sub, but in the dub, his voice never changes from the time he's a baby to now. It hasn't changed yet. Like, there's, it's still the same exact voice. So I can't, it's hard for me it to just, gauge. I think it just now changed mm-hmm. in the show. Okay. It just got a little deeper. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to sound like Paul. <laughs> to be honest. Yo, there was a character because I was reading the manga and there was no color. Mm-hmm. There was a character that popped up in a, like a character, a character I didn't recognize was telling a flashback story. And a character in that flashback story came up one we know, and I didn't recognize them because it wasn't in color. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny. I'm like looking and then they, they like mentioned someone we know and I'm like, wait. And I had to like go back and I'm like. I'm like, wait. I'm guessing. I know it's, this person. Guessing it's Rougier because he's green. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No. But I just or didn't. Blue, I was like, color is. it was from way back in season one. But oh, I was okay, just okay. like, I didn't recognize them because because they didn't mention their name. You just gotcha. see them. Okay. I probably won't recognize them at all. <laughs> then even in well, the anime. we will in the show because we'll see their color and they're Colors, like they're I guess. like distinct. You're saying they're like yeah, unique. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But like they're grown and you don't recognize their clothing gotcha. it's change gotcha, type gotcha, of gotcha. thing okay um so let's finish up with juju before i pass out because yeah. i haven't eaten today <laughs> i'm gonna just say for juju can we skip a little bit and just like ju- just for the sake of time just uh what's his name ghetto his transformation i only wanted to talk about uh toto's mentor and her ideals about curses and then oh that. yeah let's do it so okay so all i wanted to talk about is the beginning of at juju we meet um toto's uh mentor blonde hair girl yes so i have okay so she's kind of like an infinite infamous uh exorcist juju what do we call her juju <laughs> i'm getting so mixed up with all of these uh sorcerers yes yeah sorcerers. thank you so uh the we meet one of she's like an infamous uh juju sorcerer. She's um, one of the four S ranks or special grade sorcerers. Yes. There's only four of them. Beca- and they said she won't she doesn't take missions. Yeah. And she, I can't remember why. She doesn't agree with Jujutsu High's principles, so she wants to change the world in her own way. Yes. Okay. And one of her biggest beliefs and things is like she wants to like rid the source of curses mm-hmm. versus fighting the symptoms mm-hmm. type of thing. She doesn't want to take each curse head on. She wants to just end it all for good. Um, and this episode kind of takes on the tone of like Suru. It's like one year later from the episode previous takes on the tone of Suru dealing with like the uh, aftermath of all the uh, cult stuff and the in the the body transition for what's his name tangzen tenzin um yeah 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 yeah. so uh yeah so suguru is processing things (laughs) in the shower with his Mm. butt out (laughs) um and then yeah he has that conversation with uh blonde haired sorceress lady 
and yeah she kind of sets him on a path for like some dark thinking and um i didn't think it would i don't be even think easy. intentionally i don't think she well, was I, I think she was just like make the choice you feel best with but just know you can't take the choice back like that's what i got from her but he I just took it and went left <laughs> i didn't think it would take i didn't think it would be this easy for him to switch you know why you... i i don't want to use the word easy and the reason why is because when we very first get introduced to him the first thing that they highlight is how horrible it is his power of uh, of how his power manifests and how he has to literally eat the curse and taste them and feel their negativity just slowly course through his body so it's like the fact that they highlighted that i'm just thinking like okay so not only just then but literally probably from when he was a child and his powers manifested he's been dealing with these just constant intake of negative emotions and curses and he's like the whole time he's like yo nobody knows what this is like but me nobody knows how disgusting and horrible it is and how it tastes like poop and pee to eat these like i think he said that he was like it tastes like poop and pee that somebody like mixed together and then like put inside of a dead body he said something crazy like that and he was like that's literally what it tastes like every single time i do this and i've been doing this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times so just that i'm like okay so he's been on the edge probably for a long time yeah and so that's why i kind of don't think it's as easy whereas his whole life he's just been uh prone to darkness i feel like just because of his power i get i can get the strain of long-term being on the edge yeah but then you on the other hand too but just by simple comparison devil's advocate mm -hmm. you got satoro mm -hmm. who didn't really care to begin with mm -hmm. you know as you said was Not about shot. to ready to kill people mm -hmm. cultists uh cultists all yeah, the same cultists, but yeah. still people still yeah. regular people innocent they never murdered anybody or anything like that yeah 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 still ready to kill people but on top of that for like like to simplify things basically got murdered last episode mm -hmm. he he's he's not ready to kill everybody no i agree so i'm like Mm, by comparison i'm like he he hasn't switched sides yet yeah so i don't know i'm like mm, i think gojo I still think though, that's a quick quick switch the reason i think gojo is different is even though that him and him and ghetto are one and two gojo's still like this right gojo's powers i think and he understands this himself his powers i think elevate him to a level that's i would even say above good and evil right like I think Gojo's more about ultimate chaos. I wouldn't even say I would say I think Gojo's more about like protecting what he cares about and his ideals and his freedom and 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 stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like Gojo reminds me of Goku, whereas Goku's not good. He's not a he's not Superman. Like Goku is very selfish. Goku cares about himself and his friends and his loved ones. He's not like oh, I just want to save the day just because I can, just because it's good. Goku's like, no, you hurt my friends. I'm going to kill you. But No, he would. I don't, I don't think Goku would let the earth blow up, though, if all his friends were dead. Uh, I don't think he would, but I don't think he's like, 
he's not dead he he's not dead he is what i'm trying to say because when he does the when he does the spirit bomb and he's like he's like creatures of the earth yeah lend me your power yeah, yeah, yeah. like He's not. He's not telling them like I'll strike you down to take your no, energy. That's what I'm saying though. He's not good. He's not evil. He's just a guy that's extremely strong. He wants. I think... He wants what he wants, and he likes what he likes, and he's gonna live to protect those things. And they just happen to be not evil. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Like he's not Deku. I think so. Deku's I, like I think, good. No, save I think everybody. Goku is like Deku, except Goku will first put you in danger. And then save you. Goku will put you in danger knowing he can save you. Deku won't try to put you in danger That's first, definitely but true, he yeah. will save you. That's definitely true. Goku's um, like, I'll fight because I know I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think Gojo is Sorry. that part though. I, <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. I think Gojo is like a little bit like whatever's gonna happen. Happen. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but um, I don't know what whereas, the second part of that statement. Whereas Ghetto, on the other hand, I think like Gojo's not thinking about all this existential. Like he's just care. He's so powerful. He doesn't care about anything. Like he's just he's happy go lucky. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I find that a little more accurate. Whereas Ghetto is like he's not quite god level yet. He has to do all these unpleasant things for his powers to work. He sees the now, world from this different view because of that. Now to cl- more better clarify your statement. Yeah. Can you? It, well, I'll say it might help if you can decipher, because I could not understand what Ghetto was trying to say and Susatro about like, oh, Satro, if I was as strong as you, then if what yeah. I would, it, then what what if I was as strong as you, then what I'm saying would be true. Yeah, and so... it's like no. Like, Satoru is saying, like, bro, you're not you right now. Yeah. You're not being you. Yeah. And, and Ghetto is saying, so if I were you, if I was as strong as you, then I'd be okay? And it's like, no, that's not what you're saying at all. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I could be remembering wrong, but here's what I got from that. So Ghetto's whole thing was, like, he still wants to save the world. So he has good intentions. Right, right. But he's doing things in a very evil, dark way. So he's yes, like, and- I'm making, I'm taking my own, kind of like, um, who was like this in Naruto? I think Sasuke was like this for a little bit. Yeah, my my path. Yeah. And he's like, I'm taking my own path to do this thing my way. And I think Gojo's like, no, don't, don't, I'm going to butcher it a little bit. But Gojo's no, I like. Think, I think I understand now. Gojo's like, nah, that's wrong. And Ghetto's basically like okay is it only wrong because it's not your way yeah and is it only wrong because you're so powerful you can literally make any reality possible yes but the rest of us have to take we don't all have that luxury so that makes flip the flip the roles put me in your shoes would i be wrong then type i'm kind of butchering it but you get i'm going no 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 you made that made more sense yeah yeah Yeah, okay because that that was definitely the classic like naruto and sasuke where sasuke was like I'm gonna be the Hokage now, even though it was never my dream before. Even though it was, yeah, I'm gonna steal your dream now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it felt a lot like that to me. Um, <laughs> it was funny, but yeah, I think I think it was really well executed though. Over, like as a flashback overall, like in explaining yeah. some of this stuff. Yeah, I liked. Oh my god, yeah, because I showed that I showed just that clip of 
uh, Sachiro getting stabbed with my oh friend. Oh my god. Because we watched... Okay, Visceral. you ready for this? We watched Detective Pikachu. <laughs> and there was that scene of the, the guy in the Mewtwo body, like, holding Pikachu in the middle of the sky and, like, not ending it. Yeah. And my friend is yelling, just end it! And I'm like, that's a little heavy in the Pikachu, like, for Pikachu. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, do you want to see someone just end it? <laughs> Show him a real job finisher. That's a so finisher sh- right there. Yeah, so I'm like, when I showed them that, I was like, oh, but it's not as impactful because we know this character's still alive. But yeah. I was like, but it kind of is because I was still, like, stunned by this knowing that character. Yeah. So... It's funny. I was watching RDC talk about it, and they described it so funny. They were like, yo, uh, Toji is so cold. He he laid out a whole plan to wear out Gojo to wait for him to turn off his infinity. And then this, they were like, the second Gojo uh, raises his glasses and looks down, he's right. Toji's just right there, knife in his... No, 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 that's not what he said. I'm sorry. He said the second he turned his power off, lifted his glasses, knife was already in his chest. And he was like... Yo, that is so cold. And I was like, yo, that's amazing. I I was like, your boy like exhales like job well done. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, didn't give him a second. Not that man is on his P's and Q's. But I love that, like, yeah, but it's like the whole time he's like, I'm wearing him down. Yeah. I'm wearing him down. Yeah. But he's like also horse betting the whole time. And they were talking about how like that scene where Gojo was a kid and Toji was behind him and Gojo yes. looks back and they're like at that moment that's when Toji was like oh I'm killing you at some point <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing you so I don't like that you can see me nobody's ever done that I'm killing you at some point <laughs> I was like yeah oh and I like that that chick the blonde haired chick was like yeah I wanted to st- study Toji but he was like. <laughs> she was like he was the only one with all those special powers and a heavenly pact yep. but he wouldn't let me study of him course not. he died yeah. <laughs> i was oh like my damn god yo toji is cold yo yeah oh and did you catch when she rode off on the motorcycle she was like he didn't tell me what kind of woman was this type i was like what is with them in this type shit that's where homie got it from with this yeah that's where homie got it from like, like they're wild that's when i was like oh that's where he got that from <laughs> like it was i was crazy. like what is where i was like what what does this tell them about people <laughs> i thought she i thought when she asked it that like she was gonna try to hit on him or something weird like that i was like i don't know no, where she's i was going like with this, this is how they figure people out this yeah. is what tells them everything about them it's how they judge people that's so funny. oh my god yeah man i can't wait to come back or when they come back for the second part oh. like, i'm hyped my all i think about is my hero it's kind of it's terrible it's not like i miss my hero over this stuff it's just i'm like why isn't my like trifecta trifecta of like all at the same time i need like three things i need a big three yeah you know now it's like a scattered sometimes three sometimes not three sometimes four (laughs) sometimes two (laughs) i need a another thing to be popping off right i feel that yeah if anybody out there knows of a third thing that's popping off right now, you know where you can send that thing. You can email us, siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at srclash underscore pod. You could you could send a message to to X <laughs> at... <laughs> I 
God damn it, I'm Jesus never going to get it. You can exit us at SRClash underscore pod, and uh, you could tell me how slick my segues are getting, because I'm just getting good like that. And professional, you feel me? After 172 episodes, you could pat us on the back, you know? We're professionals here. We're getting the That was me tightening my tie. You know, if you congratulate us somewhere between 175 and 200, maybe we'll send you a t-shirt. Get that swag. Yeah. You know? Why not? That fresh swag. Maybe you'll get a Tiz <laughs> Funko with those lifeless eyes. I'll get a tattoo of whatever you want. <laughs> done by... It's done gotta be coverable, by, though. <laughs> done by Tiz's niece. Yes. Yeah. It's gotta be coverable, though, if it's something wild. Oh, no. I want you to get a... a your own Funko made of you. What you mean? I want like, you to get a Tiz Funko. A tattoo or have it have no, a Funko a made? No, a Funko, like made a Funko made of you. How do I get a Funko made? Can't you go on Etsy and get a 3D printed Funko of yourself? Oh, yeah, janky fake one. Yeah. <laughs> I want an authentic one, though. <laughs> I want the little sticker on mine. Get a Dunko. <laughs> yeah. A Bunko. A, bu- a Bunko. <laughs> like... A Bunko. <laughs> No, Bunko's a game. You can't get a Bunko. It's like melting on one of the cheeks. It's got the little, you know how 3D printed stuff leaves like the tabs on it that you gotta. Yeah. It's got those just just still stuck on like the limbs. My 3D printed switch thing has like little spots that cut my fingers on the back. Yeah, just randomly sharp plastic for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) They oh, keep man. sending me review things, and I'm like, no, it cuts my fingers. <laughs> I slice myself. <laughs> and you know that's whoever's, like, making it at, like, after they 3D print it. They're just taking some dull scissors, like, just just cut it off real quick. Get they, some sandpaper. Yeah, file that joint down. Make it nice and uniform. <laughs> it's funny. But, all right, y'all. You know where to find us if you if you if you feel like it. Stop putting it in the light. It's so glary. I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> put some put some Bye. shading on that other side. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> other side. I don't understand physics. Side. I can't do this. Put it in your other hand. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you. You need to shade your boy. Alright, putting it now put your other hand up. Wait, now, the light's over here though. No, no, it's not. The, the light's other... here. But it's Th- not. I'm... This is the light that's reflecting off of it. Hold but on. it's not. Actually. It's the other side that's too bright. <laughs> oh, it's. I don't know. It's fine. This is how he glows in the anime. It's fine. This is how he's meant to glow. Yo, it's the, it's the moonlight. It's way too bright on the other side. All it's right. It's the moonlight shining on him. We're gonna sign out with Luffy. Uh, Amaterasu. Can we say it in unison? What are we gonna say? Gil. Five. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. You want me? You want me count down? Yeah. It's going to be so off because of the latency, but it's fine. <laughs> Three, two, one. Give. Give. Five. Five.